0: Hello and welcome to the Pick Up Play podcast. This is episode 2 and uh, joining me is Ildog. Hello everybody! <laughs> you had the—I should say I'm Ben as well, in case people don't know, oh, but you had, a, you had a good month?
1: Ah, uh, fuck yeah, it's been a month since we did the last one already, is it? Not quite, but... When was right, it? it? Was we... it like three weeks ago? I can't even remember. Yeah, but you know, what are we? Robots? Yes, yes, we are robots. You've given it away.
0: Yeah, I I can't think of any good robots.
1: Uh, Can't think of any good robots. Do when I think of robots, I instantly go to um, Lost in Space for some reason. You know, there used to be that Doctor, the pain, the pain of it all, and then there's some the the bendy arms, yeah, some weird robot him, yeah. There's the Terminators, there robots.
0: Yeah, I mean, case in point, not good. Well, no, because he wasn't good until he was. I know, uh, yeah. There's no concept of good and bad with robots, I guess. Well, I don't know until they become sentient. Yeah Like Skynet They're tools aren't they So it's like Do you have a
1: good hammer Yeah I guess There's nothing of a Hammer that becomes That can become sentient Unless I've really Misunderstood life For these past 44 years Yeah Anyway
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have to say Because we we talked about this before
1: Hang on a sec Go on I didn't even ask uh, If I had a good month And you asked me a question we just started talking about robots instead. Yeah, you said you said you had a good month. You no, I, I was confused month. as to how long it had been. I thought, wow, oh, has it right, been a okay. month? So, have you had a good month then? Yes, thanks.
0: Okay, good. Right, that was that was great. We've talked about it before about how the point of this podcast was to get us to play some of the stuff we've picked up. I mean, you've literally just had something delivered. Yeah. So, which was?
1: Which was well. Okay, so I I have to give it a bit of a pretext as well. Like I'm I'm back into game collecting not in a serious way i can't do anything like that this year i've got too much going on in december yeah but, um i managed to pick up all four uh professor layton games on the ds for the bargain price of 16 pound that's four pound a game that is a bargain That is a bargain, isn't it and some of them are going for like 10 15 pound each yeah so i was just like fuck it i'll have some of that um and that just opens the floodgates done it no I, I saw like a The Arzan Legacy on 3DS. Sorry, that's Professor Layton and the Arzan Legacy. No, Azran. Sorry, it's in the dark. I haven't got the light on. and My eyesight's not what it was. Um, (laughs) So it's the Azran Legacy. Uh, But yeah, it was like 16 quid as well. And I've seen that go for like 40 quid. So I just, yeah, add me some of that.
0: I was going to say, you've reminded me of this stuff that I'm watching where the guy's listed it on eBay selling a bunch of stuff, but he's just listed them as Saturn Games times 3. But he's got like four listings. But other people have started to spot them, and there's, some of them are rare. Oh, really? Like expensive, but it is. It's one of those where it's a bargain, but it's at like hundred and sixty quid. But the three games individually should go, you know, hundred and fifty quid, two hundred quid. Wow. Sort of fifty. It's like, oh man, mm. there's one that I want that was like twenty six quid last time I checked. But it's yeah, but it's, it
1: says like untested. Oh, okay. That's one thing with cartridge, it's another thing with CDs. What were you talking about, Saturn games?
0: Yeah, there's a game, In the Hunt, It's called. is one of them. Oh. Um, which is, it's Metal Slug, but Submarines. It was the, the team that made Metal Slug, made that. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, it looks great. I could just get it on the eShop for
1: like six quid. Mm, but that's that doesn't come in a nice box, does it? No. It doesn't drain your bank account either, I mean, that's yeah. off of it. Exactly. Re- re- regretting it, yet loving it at the same time. It's, yeah. it's
0: bittersweet. Also, I've looked on the Switch today because there's a sale on to go, well, is it on Is it on offer yet? Is it reduced? Because it's apparently £6. I'm like, no, why am I made of money? But like 50 quid, I'm like, yeah, right, this untested CD that I've actually got a Japanese Saturn, so the PAL version is not that useful for me. Okay. But yeah, I'm still going to get it. Anyway, you were <laughs> saying about uh, you were saying about latent.
1: Um Yeah, I guess. Um, I don't really have much more to say about it than that, other than that's going to be probably my my next month's project I was going to sit down with the first one and uh just go through it. I don't think I've played a single second of Professor Layton
0: the first one's good I don't know if I played any others after that but I did like the first one
1: yeah no I've heard nothing but good things I've no idea why I never sort of got into them but um I was also looking at the like the other 3ds games and I see like Professor Layton and Phoenix Wright that's that's going for like 80 to 90 quid now yeah have you got that no I bet I... I bet Ed has yeah, probably. I feel I mean, like that's one of those games that Ed would have got day one, played for ten minutes and loved it. <laughs> yeah, or
0: it's like you you've seen it for ninety quid. He bought it last week for like twenty three. <laughs> yeah. So like, oh yeah, I got it a bit of a deal. Yeah, yeah. So or he hocked in his
1: hocked in his wedding ring for it. Got himself a <laughs> bottle of vodka as well.
0: Yeah. I was gonna say though the so the the point is picking stuff up, playing them, when we we bought them. I actually did finish the games that I was playing last week, so I finished Metroid, or last month uh, Metroid Fusion, and uh, I think I finished Metroid Dread anyway, but uh, the only one I didn't was um, Jojo, I didn't finish that.
1: Okay. Any Uh, particular reason?
0: uh, PlayStation's been being used for other games whilst, you know, to get through, that's the the flip side of this, right? Is you can now concentrating on stuff, so once something's done, you're kind of like, okay, right, well, it needs to just be left. I need to focus on this. Yep. So I've, I've actually held off. Shin Megami turned up. Granted, like oh. a week late,
1: but that's five, isn't it?
0: Yeah, but I've not played it because it's like I haven't got. To, I need to finish other things. I need to finish this for the podcast. Yeah, it needs yeah. to be done. This mm-hmm. is work.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. There's no. There's no enjoyment to be had here. No, that's not a game. In fact,
0: we discussed this last week. That's it.
1: We're, like we don't want to play these games and we don't want to talk to each other, but we do these things, certainly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just we feel like we might be able to make out. 20p yeah uh from youtube revenue so yeah. now i'm I've, my I, my slate is clean i finished the the two games that i was trying to get done me so, too yeah. me
1: too i finished the two de- games i was trying to get done like we're basically yeah. winning in life <laughs>
0: yeah oh no, yeah life is just a, a checkbox right you're just you're just drawing a line through things yep okay I've done that done that yeah not in like, not fun things like Swim with sharks or, or whatever, or, right. you know, yeah. see the Northern Lights.
1: No, fuck all that noise. Yeah. It's like
0: complete Sonic on the Game Gear. Yeah. It's, it's yeah.
1: That. yeah. Yeah. Like, life is just one big Assassin's Creed game, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Made yeah. by Ubisoft, a.k.a. God. Tell me, Ben, tell me about your uh, final thoughts on finishing Metroid Fusion. I'm interested.
0: Um, it, it fell away a bit bit because I started to get um this is a theme that'll come up with another game in a bit. Um I started to get it got a little aimless, I guess. No, that's maybe that's a bit harsh, but I did did get a little lost and I had to look at guides for like one of the things from Dread that got criticized was the invisible block thing where it's like, I don't know how to progress. Turns out there's just an invisible block. There's no way of knowing. I just had to shoot this thing and once I did or I had to drop a bomb in the right place. Wasn't like, and then I got this secret thing. It's like then I could progress the game. Fusion doesn't do that at the start, and then it does. Right. And there was a couple of bosses as well where I felt like it, they didn't have tells as such. I just had to, like, there was one I just got, I just worked out myself. But there was a couple of others where it's like I didn't work. I had to look at how to do this boss because I'm like I must be doing something wrong here, and it turns out it's like yeah, go and sit in the corner crouched, and just hope for the best. Or I would have been trying to avoid this thing, and you know, yeah. But at the same time, I, I enjoyed it. I'm really glad I played it. Yeah. It was, at its best, it's
1: what, it's what was Metroid Fusion. I think we said it last week. It was like 2002 or four or something like that. It was a long time. Yeah, ago.
0: yeah. And I, I really, really enjoyed it at its best. I I'd like properly. This is a fantastic game. I don't know it dips a little bit, but still, it's a really good game. I just wonder if I'd have finished it back in the day without YouTube and and things.
1: I did. Um, I mean yeah, I can't I don't specifically remember getting stuck, but I definitely finished it like mm. on release year without any help, so yeah, you would have. It's just easier yeah. it's just easier to fucking look shit up if you get stuck. Also, like there's we're playing even more games. Sometimes you, you get yourself into a bit of a corner and you're like, I haven't got time to be stuck on this for a fucking ever. I'm just gonna look it up so I can carry on enjoying it. There's nothing wrong with that either.
0: Yeah. Plus it's not like back then. I mean, maybe not so much in 2002. Maybe. I like. I wouldn't necessarily have had another thing on the go or like another game to pick up. That would have been the game I bought, and so I needed to, in theory anyway, I, I don't know if it was necessarily true in, in 2002, but now it's like, well, I was probably playing that within reach of my Switch. Right. Which I could have just picked up and played if I wanted to play handheld. PlayStation's right next to that, and so on and so on. So... And then the 3DS it's on had loads of uh, Loads of games installed as well So it's, you know, it'd be too easy just to go I'll come back to that and then never come back to
1: it Well that's the problem, although I've got to say I feel like I have a good track record Of coming back, I always feel like If I'm going to come back to something, I will Like, um, you know I like my achievements I know you yeah. don't like your achievements yeah. uh, And that's okay but um, so I'm on a, a website called True Achievements, and it just it tracks stats. I'm I'm a massive stats nerd, especially when it comes to video games. Anyway, it, it you can just see the last time you unlocked or did anything in a game because of the achievement unlocked. And I've I've went back. I think last year uh, during lockdown, and just finished some games that I hadn't touched for like ten to twelve years that I always said I'd go back to. And god damn it, I did go back to it, and I finished them as well. Is there a highlight from that? uh not i'll tell you what i'll look that up because it'll it'll be there (laughs) but because it's all on the old stat tracking site but yeah like some 12 year old games i just went back and finished up but it's you know it's it's always on the backlog that's what the backlog is it's just it's eternal
0: i'd love to there's like there's stuff on the ps2 that i feel like oh yeah i should go back like a couple of rpgs
1: yeah yeah i've got i've got one in again i can't remember the fucking name it's like No, I can't remember the name, but uh, yeah, there's one that I started and I was in a real rich vein of form of starting PS2 games and finishing them, no matter what they were. Um, But there was an RPG where I think during the time that I was playing it, I was just a little, I was a little exhausted from RPGs. I think Hmm. I've not long since beaten like Tales of Symphonia and stuff like that. And that was like a 90 hour epic. And I think I was just a bit tired of them. Um, But yeah, I always feel like I need to go back to that game. I'll find out its name one day.
0: Well, the I, RPGs are the ones for me. I, I do make a point of... I always wanted to finish that Train Odyssey game.
1: Oh, yeah, me too. You um, never have either.
0: Yeah, and I, I did review... There was a couple I, I got sent to review, and I thought I was towards the end of one of them. I thought it was there's like, two floors of it or something like that. And now it turns out there's five... Not four, two floors, two... I forget what they call them. But essentially, uh, environments. Right. And like each one had sort of five floors it sort of felt like i was coming towards the end of the game in terms of length and all that sort of stuff and it turns out there's five of those environments each of them have five floors Oof. and i was just like i can't this just took me like 40 hours to do this much how do you like and this probably is a like a min max this is how you do it and you'll win every fight and you don't even need to level up kind of thing there's probably a way but it, that's not how it felt for me like a, um but at the same time, for Shin Megami Tensei 4, uh, yeah, the Dragon Quest games, I've been pretty good at like, okay, when I'm in the mood for an RPG, I will go back to to that. I will chip away at that. It's um, so like Strange Journey is a, a game I'd love to finish. And I will, okay, so just go back and spend five hours in a week sort of chipping away at it, a couple of nights at it or something.
1: Is that a Shin Megami game?
0: Yes, yeah. Um, it's really good. It came out on the... Um, ds just as the 3ds launched right memories of playing it i had a commute to huddersfield for a job and that was the game that i was playing on the on the way in and yeah and then they did a 3ds port of it which is a bit easier has some extra content is really good but um it's more or less the same game still but i've got that as well
1: yeah that's that's a game that i actually or a series i regret i've got very few one or two i think i've got a couple of ps2 Shimigamis and that might be it mm. but uh, yeah like I wanted that new one and there's I think I think three is available on the yeah on the Switch.
0: Re- earlier this year yeah they put they put three out I mean this would be a great segue if I'd actually played that this month <laughs> I played Shin 1065 but as as said earlier didn't get time to get around to it
1: so we've we've decided to uh approve each other's <laughs> retro purchases,
0: <laughs> haven't we? If we were to make that more formal, unfortunately someone sort of beat us to it, but there is a there is a podcast that, uh, I like a back page pod, I think it's called, I've listened to a, a few episodes of it. I've never heard of it. Um, it's two ex-games journalists, or one of them still is a games journalist, maybe, but I don't know, but whatever, they used to do magazines together, and one of them's bought a load of shit over lockdown, and he sort of lists it for the other guy to. It's not the whole podcast; it's just certain episodes. They do this, like to like judge whether he he should go like into game prison for what he bought. <laughs> like essentially, is that a good purchase? Is that a game bad purchase? Prison. Like I, I did it the other day, it? I, I was off work this week, so I was sort of looking around. I picked up um, Donkey Kong Country. Uh, Donkey Kong Country Returns. Sorry, on the Wii for four pound. Wow,
1: nice. Yeah, good game. That it's fucking solid as well.
0: Yeah, I played it on the 3DS, which was tiny. Mm. Um, so I figured the Wii is probably the better way to play that. Yeah. But anyway, really good game. But I was looking at some other stuff. I was just like, well, I'm here. I might as well buy other stereos. Looking around and all this, and I kept seeing James Bond games. And I was like, well, the Bond films just come out. Maybe I should get that for the podcast. I'll get a couple of James Bond games, and I can say all well, the films come out. So we'll just do... I'll play loads of James Bond games next month, and I'll. I'll be... And I was like, what the fuck. <laughs> Why would I think do? like, I don't care? i
1: don't like James Bond that much. Well, I'm right there with you. I mean, I was I think I think I'd I'd be down just for discussing anything as content, but I can't say that I'd enjoy a fucking James Bond special. No. No. Like there's but... Goldeneye and then there's I think Quantum of Solace and that's about all. Oh like. yeah, that one looked alright, yeah. Yeah, that's about all I like. Is it quite I think am I Quantum of Solace? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's like um
0: it was like a sp- it felt like that, you know, the Splinter Cell that they did that was more like aggressive and actiony. Yeah, it sort the, the of felt hardcore like that, Fans didn't me. like. Yeah, that Quantum of Solace game sort of reminded me of that. Yeah, the same sort of like James Bond's just fucking
1: dropping people. Was that EA? Probably. I want to say mm. I don't know. That's a that's a that's a that's a cool. I might have to look that up. Yeah, but
0: it. I did wonder because there was one. Uh, was it Doctor No? It's like a Sean Connery one. I, I forgot it even came out, but yeah, what it was a game? Con- yeah, it was one of the early Sean Connery films. Um, I was looking at that, and I was like, oh, yeah, maybe that might be quite interesting. But anyway, that's the sort of thing. that is like, okay, was that a good purchase? Um, probably not. Let's right. face it. But um, also, we'll never find out so I would never would have played it.
1: Quantum of Solace is Activision, by the way, not EA. Oh yeah, It
0: does sort of feel more like a more of an action, uh, an Activision game. Yeah, it
1: does now. Now we say um, it.
0: Yeah, I mean. James Bond is uh, basically a misogynist, right? So that feels Absolutely. very a- Activision.
1: Yeah, come here, I mean. push here.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very on brand for
1: him. <laughs> should, we, <laughs> should we start the podcast? Well, we kind of did. We talked about Metroid Fusion, which is one of the <laughs> yeah, games that you were that talking about. We yeah. just went on a fucking 15-minute side ramble, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: I actually would
1: love to. There's,
0: in terms of ideas, we've talked about buying each other a game to play. Yeah. Um the idea of like, okay, now we should judge each other's purchases. I, I'm not against that. What have you bought this month? And all this sort of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I could. I've got, I'm sure I've got eBay open, probably. Oh, no, I haven't. That's that's a rare occurrence.
1: Nah, that's a fucking button
0: away. I know, yeah. It's, I just have to, I don't even have to say it. <laughs> you have to
1: like, okay, Google. <laughs> oh, God, I fucking hate okay, Google.
0: Yeah, I remember playing something with you and I you disappeared. I didn't realize you had me on the speakers. And uh, I couldn't reach my phone, but I just wanted to chat. like, what time's the game kick-off or something okay, like that? Google. And, okay, Google. And uh, I heard you cackly <laughs> over the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Came back on, you fucking can't. Why have you?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, it sounds like me.
0: I'll tell you some games I've bought then this month. Go on. Or that have arri- arrived since uh, since we last spoke. Hit me up. So, I think since we last spoke. Oh, t- that's it. I don't know if that's turned up.
1: Whoa! Okay, it's a good job we spoke uh, about it.
0: Yeah, maybe it did. That's not a good sign, is it? Rainbow no. Island. I bought that, and I don't. I honestly don't know if that's.
1: Is it in like have have a... the Bubble Bubble franchise, Rainbow Island.
0: Yeah. Wow. Uh, I bought the DS game on the 24th of October. I can't remember that turning up, but probably, probably did. I guess I should go through.
1: Now I, I want that too.
0: This one I think you'll approve of: Castlevania, Lords of Shadow. Mirror of Fate.
1: Oh, nice. On what?
0: 3DS. Oh, nice.
1: I, you actually bought that. You were moaning about how much it cost.
0: Yeah, I got it for 29 quid. That's really good. Um, in total, that's, it was 27, two quid postage. That's great. That that's is, a
1: great price for it.
0: Yeah, that's my third time buying it.
1: Wow. Because
0: I, I bought it when it came out and then sold it on. Because uh-huh. at the time I was like, yeah, I don't collect video games. And then obviously.
1: And you played it and beating it and then you sold it.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I quite liked it. I think it gets pretty good by the end. It's all right. It starts off a bit slow. It's all right. And then I bought it at the start of lockdown for, I think it was about 15 quid, and someone nicked it. It was this period where someone was stealing our post.
1: Fucking Um, cunt.
0: Yeah, I think I know who it was.
1: Was it Spatula?
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He was all like, "Yeah, I've not left. I've not left the house." I was all like, oh, "That's the perfect cover." Yeah, it really is, isn't it? Well, I've got a load of <laughs> yeah. new games though. <laughs> oh no, yeah, yeah. Mirror of Fate. Yeah, yeah. Got that, mate. Got that. <laughs> Finish that. I, I did get my money back on the lost one, but it took a bit of work. Um, You're a bit of work. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I've actually that is what I've used to test this 2ds that's turned up.
1: You tested uh, Mirror of Fate. Yeah, it looks pretty good. you have got say, the
0: 2DS screen, the uh, LL screen, the XL screen. Yeah,
1: it's what's made me want it, to be honest with you. Yeah, that screen looks yeah. real nice. I love, I just love the shape of the console as well. It's very flat.
0: The only issue I've got with it is the uh, triggers get hidden a bit by the screen, like it actually could do with being thicker. Okay. So that you could get to the triggers a bit easier. But then, how many 3DS games use the trigger, really?
1: I really don't know. It wasn't no, an actual either. question, was it?
0: No. Is this I, yeah, I said it as a rhetorical question. It could actually be loads. Yeah, it could, could be. be and I think it probably but, is. Yeah. Next game. This has turned up and it's got a cool cover. And that's what's important, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Uh Steel Diver. Ooh. On the 3DS.
1: Is that how much was that? Uh it was f- total £3.36. Yeah, because I've seen this for cheap a lot of times. So like, what made you buy it?
0: I remember it coming out and Nintendo were pushing it. I don't know if they were just like desperate for some games at that point. I have no idea what it is. I mean you play as a submarine. We've just discussed my love of in the hunt or my desperation in to buy in the hunt. Yeah. Yeah, it it just sort of was like, well maybe there is something to it. I keep seeing it cheap. I should just bite the bullet. It's not hugely expensive. And yeah, and then it's got a is it a lenticular cover. Oh yeah, like, yeah, where to, it changes. Yeah.
1: I've got one of them on a three D S.
0: Yeah. I mean that's the that's a good enough reason to be honest. Fuck
1: yeah. All right, so that's two two approved purchases. Okay, I'm going to
0: skip ahead because the next two, I think, turned up before the last one, Moon and the amazingly titled Dead and Furious.
1: Uh, I definitely remember you mentioned Moon because I know how expensive it was, but I don't yeah. specifically remember Dead and Furious.
0: Uh, well, Dead and Furious, again, I largely bought for the name because it's not even <laughs> and, it's N.
1: Um, was that on DS as well?
0: Yeah, it's kind of a, a House of the Dead. You know, the Saturn version of House of the Dead is criticised for looking terrible.
1: No, to be honest with you, I don't know that. But
0: all right, well, it's a really good game. The Saturn version of House of the Dead, but it does look awful. Right, um, Dead and Furious looks worse. But hey, you know, it was. I, guess I think it was even that cheap. It was ten pound fifty.
1: That's cheap. That's cheap.
0: Yeah, I guess. I guess. Um, but it, uh, I played a bit of it. I thought it was all right.
1: What? You know, go on. What, what sort of game was it? It's
0: it's a sort of the equivalent of a light gun game, but using the touch screen. Oh, okay.
1: Ah, to... uh, yeah. I, do, I don't. like that. Yeah. I don't. I, I yeah. no longer approve of this purchase. You're oh, going to have to send oh. it back.
0: Okay. Moon. I'm assuming you approve of, even though it was eighty quid. Yeah. I don't even give a
1: fuck if that's just a title screen. <laughs> like eighty quid. That's got to be. <laughs> yeah. That's always approved. Anything. Anything a little bit rare. What's the point otherwise?
0: Yeah. Exactly. So on that note, Radiant Historia, oh nice, DS, yeah, US version, very nice. Uh, yeah, I, I've actually got the 3DS version on uh, digital. Yeah, um, which I'm a few hours in. It seems pretty good. It's a, it's the game I'll go back to. I think the, the <laughs> um, problem
1: with like these sort of games, like what's it called? Is it Radiant Historia? Yeah, yeah, I've got that on the 3DS, but like they're so precious, I'm no good at opening them, so I, I like them sealed. Which is stupid. I I hate myself for it. That's a proper problem.
0: Yeah, I guess you could buy it. It does go cheap, so you could buy it digitally and keep it sealed, I guess. Yeah, if it
1: goes cheap, I guess. But that's double dipping. That's nag territory.
0: (laughs) Yeah. The next one, this is a game I didn't know much about until the start of lockdown, and I saw a couple of videos about it, and I thought it looked pretty cool. Gale Racer.
1: Gale Racer?
0: Yeah, G A L E racer i was
1: thinking like the name like the chick from coronation street or something yeah
0: i can i feel like i've mentioned this to you because i feel like we had this exact conversation i feel like that's so, a game
1: that we could very much make <laughs> yeah
0: no, yeah um last time i watched oh we can't get into fucking coronation street talk
1: <laughs> no we can't um, like that's drawing a fucking line pal
0: yeah i'm not a fan i you know they were filming near my work this
1: is talking about coronation street
0: Anyway, let's move on. Yes, um, it's Dale Racer is um, <laughs> you know Outrun and uh, Afterburner and all that sort of yeah. stuff. They're, um
1: uh, I know the oh, st- the called? style of graphics you're you're talking about, right? Yeah, there's a name,
0: Superscaler.
1: Is it? Is Space Harrier in that? Yeah.
0: yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a racing game. It's like a late era version of that. So right. it, it came out around the time of Saturn, and yeah, it's it's essentially instead of them doing a 3D racing game. They'd they did it as a super scaler, but with the power of something the equivalent of a Saturn. Right. Um, it looks pretty cool, but I've, I've not played it yet so I'm waiting for a, a HD. I also bought a HDMI adapter for my Saturn. Of course you did. So it's going with that. And then the last two turned up to get... Oh, no. All right. <laughs> I remember there's another one. Um, so I got two that I ordered together. Got a bit of a discount on. Dragon Quest Swords on the Wii.
1: Right, yeah, I've got that. Cool. Any good? I've not played it. <laughs> of
0: course not. Leave it, leave it by. That turned up the other day, anyway. So I like Dragon Quest.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, I I like to collect Dragon Quest games. I've I've only I obviously
0: didn't play. Was it ten? The online one. Oh, okay. Um, but the other ones, I've I've not finished two. I've not finished three, and um I've started seven, and need to go back and finish that. Aside from that. I've I've done all the other Dragon Quests. That ain't bad. So, yeah, and I've got a couple of the Monsters games. So I figured just, you know, not necessarily for the collection, but I, I'll give Swords a go. I like Dragon Quest quite a lot. Um, and the other one was Batman Arkham City Armoured Edition on the Wii U.
1: I have that as well.
0: I, have you played it? No. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it was um, an interesting port of it. Okay. Like it might be a, you know it might run less than greatest of but that they did some interesting stuff with the gamepad and all that and it's actually a pretty good version of the game. So, um I feel like enough time has passed that I could possibly put a few hours into uh Arkham City.
1: Yeah, I've I've got like uh, the I don't really know what they did to them but they re-released them on the like Xbox 1 and the PS4 and or, or whatever they fucking did and yeah there's like a whole collection of them now all definitive and I've, yeah, exactly, enough time has passed where I've been wanting to go back to the original, to Arkham Asylum, to be honest with you, and have a good yeah. fiddle with that. I absolutely loved that game when it came out. Yeah, I wonder with time, I don't know where you sat on it, but
0: I um, I always felt Arkham Asylum was better than City. Although City, I understood getting more critical acclaim, but I always preferred the larger individual locations of Yeah, me asylum. too.
1: Me too. It wasn't as sprawling and I'm not always a huge fan of massive open games. I, I sort of liked what they did with uh, Asylum but I really did like Arkham Knight and that was uh, oh, sort of akin to City.
0: Yeah, I uh, I really didn't but I was playing on the PC where it ran like absolute shite. Oh, okay. They, uh, I've, I've not forgiven uh, Dave Lang for that. <laughs> I mean, in all seriousness... I understand that the defense of them was like, well, they they would just port in it if they weren't giving the money and the time. It's like, yeah, or you could just go. We can't do this. You shouldn't put it out. We need more time to get this running. You have built this in a way that it doesn't work on the PC. You can't sell this and walk away from it. Yep. I assume there is a thing in contracts where you can, you know, go, oh, we this is an impossible job. We can't do it.
1: Yeah. You. Yeah. Absolutely. That's that. That must be a thing. Yeah.
0: So I, the, the hand waving. Of because he was popular, or well, not necessarily him. It's not necessarily his fault individually, but uh, his studio because they knew various gaming people that didn't sit right with me. Yeah, the I got lack you. of criticism, but yeah, because it's still if you it doesn't work if you put that on a mechanical hard drive, it still has problems. Yeah, that's
1: shit. Yeah, that's just shit. They should they should be in jail.
0: Yeah, and uh, very fitting because of what's going on with uh, GTA
1: this month as well. Yeah, I've heard bits and bobs.
0: Yeah, not a series I care about, so I'm less angry about it. Yeah, no, me neither.
1: It's You know, if it doesn't affect you massively. But it's, there, there's a principle, just lazy ports is bullshit, isn't it? It's just money-making yeah. scheme. So last month, we the
0: question of the month, not that it was called question of the month, again, maybe I should do a sting. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you sound like uh, you're having an internal war with yourself. Yeah, always. Yeah, I guess that's life, isn't it? I said that the... Um, platform that I
0: thought I could maybe get a complete collection for realistically was the Neo Geo Pocket. Okay. Color. I've since looked at some games and decided no, I couldn't. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> no, are couldn't. we talking
1: price? Yeah.
0: There's a there's a, there's just two. If it was like two games at a stupid price, okay. Yeah. But there's maybe sort of five or six. That you're like oh yeah, mm-hmm. I thought I had all the not all the rare ones, but most of them. And you're like oh no no, I, I can't afford that. Anyway. What I could afford was one called Del Sol, which I think is like a casino game. The Sun. Yeah, I'll probably never know. Let's face it, it's probably never getting played, but it was just 99p. Wow. Did you get it? I did, yeah. Nice. It's actually arrived. Whether or not, maybe it sat on top of Rainbow Island.
1: Who knows? Sorry, did you say it was Neo Geo Pocket? Yeah. All right. I love their little cases. Yeah, yeah. I'd I love the Neo Geo. They look like they, like they could survive like a grenade explosion and stuff. Yeah, I I know it's a bad thing, the plastic cases and card makes more sense and all that
0: sort of stuff, but I do kind of, I do like it, like a Mega Drive box, wow. or a Neo Geo pocket clamshell. I like.
1: love a Mega Drive box.
0: But then equally, the uh, Japanese
1: GBA games and GameCube games as well had yeah. really cool boxes. They did, little plastic shells, yeah, cardboard sleeves, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think I'm small enough to be buried in a Mega Drive box. I might actually put that in my will. <laughs> yeah. Would you get a little yellow tag on your shoulder just to so go EA? Fuck no. No. No, actually, I think I might be small enough to go in those uh, in those little Sunsoft Japanese cases. Oh, they, yeah, they were nice. Now, that's well. that's something I go. I think I, I text you this last month. I don't, I don't think we mentioned it on the podcast. I just didn't realise that there were so many. There were like six or seven of those little Japanese Sunsoft games that just bigger than the cartridge. God, I want those. Mm. God, I want those, but fuck, they're expensive.
0: Maybe that's a question going for, at some point. What's your favourite box? <laughs> wow. <Well, laughs> what's your favourite game cover, retro game cover? Or I mean,
1: the, the cover of Batman on the Japanese Mega Drive is just simply Batman in the Batman font that it was in yeah. the 90s, and the bat symbol, like, it's black and yellow, looks cool as fuck, but it's not the greatest cover, it's just that box, that box is delicious, and the spine is nice and thick, and it's got that Batman font again, it's got the Batman logo just, it's big, and you can just see it from a mile away, love it. It's like a lighthouse in my collection.
0: Um, I'll leave the next, well, the, the that 2DS also came a, like, but there's another game I'll leave, I won't mention because
1: it hasn't arrived yet. All right. You've been buying some shit, man. Yeah.
0: that okay, do you think, overall?
1: Well, I did approve of most of them. I will never disapprove of it. Just as long as you can eat and pay your rent, I mean, you ain't doing nothing wrong.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Can you dig it? Can you dig I can. it? Good. Did you, uh, have, you, have you got a list in front of you by any chance have you just spent your entire month on uh, eBay?
1: I've, I've tried to be careful, Um I've just got such an expensive December. I, I won't fucking go too much into that. It's just—it's my missus' it's 40th birthday and we're just doing a fucking lot. Um, yeah. So what did I mention? I mentioned the four Professor Layton games. Got those. They're all upstairs, ready to rock and roll. Yeah, I definitely approved. bought... Um, on the 360, I bought Golden
0: Axe Beast Riders. Oh, yeah. I remember you mentioned that. I Whether or not you actually get around to it, I've heard... It's maybe not as bad as people
1: make out. It's not too bad. I mean, I've started it and I've put about I don't know forty five minutes to an hour in. I just wanted to get a flavour of what was going on. What it is is, I think the camera is is one of the things that would put a lot of people off. It's um, it can be difficult to see where the enemies are coming from sometimes. But the whole game is like um a guard and parry system. So yeah. if it's so an enemy and attack you. But like uh, like his, his weapon or hand or something will glow. there they'd just be like a little glowing orange circle, like a little ball of light. Um, if you see that, you have to parry. And if it's blue, you have to guard. Okay. Um, if you successfully parry or guard, then your follow-up attack will be more powerful and can swipe through several enemies as opposed to just attacking the one that you're facing. So it's the, the game is basically saying, like, learn our garden parry system or else you're fucked. It basically says that bit in Golden Axe language. Um, the story's awful. I don't give a fuck about it. Um, they're... Well, they call it Beast Riders because you ride on the beasts, but I think the beasts are awful. As soon as I, I use them for what I have to, you have to use them to get through, like, certain gates. Like, one of them's got, like, this charge move that will knock down a gate. Um, one of them's got like a fireball that will fucking burn shit um, but they're awful, they control terribly and they're slow and I don't like them, but the problem is I got to a, a the, the levels are kind of samey looking, it's you know, graphically it's it's not outstanding it's uh, very neutral tones, nothing nothing very expiring.
0: My memory of it is that it looked kind of brown
1: yeah. and it looked like a 360 game It's, which... it's exactly what it is, it's muddy um, Yeah, so I, I got to, you have to open a a gate. So you get to this fork in this path. The the gate is on the left. On the right is um, a trail where like spiky branches come out of the ground. But the hitboxes on them are bad. It's bad enough when you walk through it as your character, you have to go slowly and stay right in the middle because a branch will appear on the right and the left if you're right. So like it will go down and the next two will come up. You get to the end of that. And you, there's like this little circle on the ground, which is where the beasts appear. So you, you get your beast and the fucking hitboxes on the beasts are bad. The hitboxes on the spikes are bad. And like, I was just getting hit and it hit me to one side. And then I got stuck in fucking between two branches and my beast was constantly taking hits. So he died or she, I don't know. Um, and then I went back, got the beast. That happened again. I was really cross by now. Went really, really slowly back through the branches. Finally got through with the beast intact. Took the left-hand curve to go down to the gate, which I assumed I needed a beast to open. And there was nothing. He wouldn't knock it down. He wouldn't burn it. Like I just couldn't figure out what to do. Being an older game, I just assumed that it had not loaded a trigger or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So I was like... Wow, I'm just gonna fucking turn it off. And then I realized how long that level had taken. Now I kind of <laughs> never want to play it again. Um, I might do, though, I might go back to it because I have heard it gets good, but it gets fucking hard as well. And it's already hard now. It's like, I think yeah. obviously the better you get at the guard and parry system once you've got that in your head. Once you, the instant you see like the orange glow and you know the timing, like you're right. But I'm still a bit iffy on the timing. I can do it like was- 75%.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask. Like, is it, is it a sort of generous window? Is it? No, no, you know? it's not
1: at all. No, it's, there, there's a timing to it, but that timing doesn't feel natural. Yeah. So yeah, I, I failed quite a few times, but I, I'm getting there. I can do it. So I bought Golden Axe: Beast Riders. I took it upstairs, and the shelf that I put it on happened to be the little Japanese Mega Drive shelf. And sat staring at me in the face was Golden Axe on the Mega Drive in its beautiful Japanese cover. So then I was like, well, I don't own enough Golden Axe games. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> so I went straight on eBay. Um, I bought Golden Axe on the Master System. Um, have you got a Master System? I don't I know do. if I asked this. Yes, you oh, have God. and I yeah. do. But it obviously yeah. shows how much you listen. I bought Golden Axe on the Mega Drive. No, Master System. There's there's another game on the Master System called Golden Axe Warrior. Yeah. See, I, I meant to look into what that was, but I didn't. Um. Is that... So there's one called Axe Battler. Well, that's on the
0: Game Gear. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same thing. Oh, okay. Axe Battler sounds like the most, like, laddy euphemism. Axe like, Yeah, I'm an Axe Battler. Yeah. Um, well, that's,
1: that's the name of the male character, isn't it, Axe Battler?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I don't i do actually know if I have that. I might have bought it. I've bought a bunch of Game Gear games. Okay. i put them all in a tub. Um, so yeah that's them gone
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it depends where that tub is right I know where it is I
0: can see it from here but um, there's a bunch of stuff that it's like I was playing we're going on a bit of a tangent but I got it at the start of the year played it quite a lot for the first you know for January and whatever a couple of other times I sort of picked it up played through some stuff but I started like right okay I'll play the next game then I'll play you know I'll finish this I'll finish this I'll play the next one and I was trying to play Shinobi because apparently, Game Gear Shinobi is amazing. Okay,
1: love the love Revenge of the Shinobi on um, Mega Drive. By the way, yeah, it's a great game.
0: Yeah, yeah, this is great. But they're they're fairly tough, and this is one of those where it's like slow progress. You are learning how to do it, and um, and so I've, I've got to the point where I could do level one, and then you go to different Shinobi. You go to um, so you play as them level two, different area, and all that. But if you die on that, you start the whole thing again. Ooh. And apparently Shinobi 2 does a better job of handling that, the sort of checkpointing and stuff. Yeah. So I was like, I could just buy it on like the 3DS eShop. And then I've got save states. And once I've finished a, a thing, an area, a level, whatever, I'll just save it. I don't need to worry about... But then it's like, well, why have I got the fucking game then? If I've... Oh, I don't know. I should just play it on the original hardware. But um, yeah, so I might have picked up Axe Paddler in amongst all those games and just not got around to it.
1: Yeah, so I um I bought Golden Axe on the Mega Drive, but I instantly went and got an emulator and tried the emulator version, because I just couldn't be asked to go through all the fucking hustle of setting up uh, my master system. I keep saying Mega Drive. It's an easier word to say. It's just one word. How is it on the master system? Golden fucking Aps? surprisingly good. I was very impressed. Like, graphically, it's missing a lot of frames of animation. It's like two a second or something like that but like the graphics aren't bad the music isn't bad like it's very reminiscent of like it's Mega Drive Big Brother I was quite impressed Mm. but I got to I've played fucking Goldnax you know if if you boot it up you're playing an inferior version of a game that is good but a bit dated yeah so I only had the strength to get to my first game over and I was like I've seen enough you know I think I got to the end of level 2 or beginning of level 3 or something like that and I was like yeah I'm done I'm done uh well, I can keep on a the theme. I keep on the Mega Drive theme. I just went onto the Nintendo Switch eShop. I think it was like maybe this time last week. Yeah, last Saturday maybe. And um, I went into the store into recent releases just to sort of have a little uh, butchers as what was going on. And fucking Guinuk was there for sale. Do you ever play Guinuk?
0: I don't know if I ever did, but yeah, is it the is it a shoot-em-off? Yeah,
1: yeah, it was yeah. a Mega Drive classic. It was called Wings of War. I thought it was called Wings of War in PAL regions, but it was only in NTSC regions. So the mm. Japanese and the UK versions were Gainug and just Americans called it Wings of War for some fucking reason. But yeah, there it was for sale. It was a fiver. I bought it straight away um, and I've been absolutely loving it since. I've been uh, I've been playing it this week. It's a brilliant game, brilliant soundtrack. Like I always knew the first level was amazing because it's always been one of my all-time favourite tracks. I'd just forgotten the rest of the game was so fucking good as well.
0: It's one of those games I remember seeing a lot in the uh, like the video shop where you could rent yeah. games. Yeah, yeah. i never getting it because it looked so... It's the guy with, like, angel wings, yes, right? Yes, exactly. It. Yeah, so very sort of memorable box art, but... That's what made me just, want it. Yeah, I just didn't... <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what I thought we it We wouldn't was. have been friends as kids. I this I probably would have enjoyed it if I'd got it, but it was purely based on it. It's like, I don't know, I'm not getting involved in whatever that it's is homoerotic i probably just thought it was a god game or something okay. like that and I, I don't mean a religious like mean like bible thing yeah yeah exactly
1: i got you uh, well anyway like oh, i picked it up as a kid and oh, i picked this up again last saturday it's made by like i can't remember if, not made by it's published by like rat it rat games and they make mm. gamer score fodder and trophy fodder um they just release games that are basically shit but idiots pay four pounds for an easy one thousand points. Yeah. Yeah. Which I honestly I that uh, that isn't me being sarcastic and leading into that I do that. Like I've got some friends that just exclusively play those sorts of games and can't see the point. Yeah. They can do what they want. It's their money. And if they're getting any sort of enjoyment out of chasing just purely gamer score, like I understand that it's fun to unlock achievements, but yeah, I dunno, I don't buy games just for gamer score. Um, I think purchase-wise, that might be all I bought this month. Because well, again, it sounds like you actually you played yours as well, well which is good. Whereas I'm,
0: I'm still on catch-up in terms of.
1: Uh... Yeah, I mean, I've played them. I've played. So with Ginyu, what I've been doing is I've been using the save states, but I haven't been using the mid level. So I'll get to a new level, um, and I'll save it, no matter what condition I got to. E.g. if I got there with one life as opposed yeah. to five, I won't restart. What i do is I'll die and then just start on the continues again. I'll, I'll carry it on as a go. Um, yeah. And I'm on the last level now, um, and I got right up to the fucking, I think, near the final boss. But the final level, I think, sadly, is the worst of the game so far. It's a white background, and it's got some very light-coloured bullets on it as well. So it can be really tricky to see what's shooting you especially it's one of these games like um in parodius and gradius and things like that where you can go too fast you can pick up too many speed ups and then it's uh really you're flicking the stick and you're really traveling each time so you've got to be careful how quick you're going as well like combine going too fast with white bullets on a or light bullets on a white background it's fucking hard but and it's also got the worst music so far as well so it's like yeah last level is isn't the greatest showcase to finish the game off. But uh, there we are. That I think that's that's been my purchases. That's not bad. No. That's a
0: lighting, you can't fault. No. Nope. Golden Axe is the only one you'd sort of be questioning, I guess, and you've played it. Yeah.
1: So. I mean, I wanted Golden Axe for the collection. That I, I was going to go on to say, actually, I went into um, eBay and started looking at Golden Axe 2 and 3, preferably the Japanese versions on the Mega Drive because I've got Golden Axe on the Mega Drive Japanese but they're so expensive. They're they're eighty quid. They're hundred quid. There was one for forty yeah. quid, but didn't have a manual. And I was like, well, I'm not spending that much money on an incomplete purchase. Yeah, I mine for
0: that is Streets of Rage. I've got Streets of Rage one and two on the on the Game Gear. Yeah. Um. Although my game, my Streets of Rage two, there's something a bit weird about that. I'm not convinced. I think the guy sort of built it. Oh wow. And it's not necessarily. I don't mean built it, but I mean like it's the car isn't necessarily the same region as the case. It's a US case. And then he's just shoved a Mega Drive Streets of Rage 2 booklet in there. Oh, no. Yeah, which I was a bit annoyed about. But my Streets of Rage 2 booklet for my Mega Drive version is knackered. Oh, okay. Like torn and stuff. So I was like, well, at least I've got a better quality. But you don't have a Streets of
1: Rage Game Gear 2 manual?
0: No. So do I shop around, you know, try and find that? Do I try and find a better copy of that? It's too expensive.
1: Fucking yeah. But I've got
0: Streets of Rage 1, I've got, on the Mega Drive, I've got Mega Collection 2, I think, um, which has that on as well. I've got Streets of Rage 2, and I haven't got Streets of Rage 3. And it's the worst in the franchise. <laughs> and then you look at the price, and you're like, I am not paying that much for a game I don't think is that
1: amazing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard to justify. If I'd have known yeah. what an absolute piece of shit Double Dragon 3 on the Game Boy is I would never have bought it. <laughs> but I bought it purely to finish the collection. And I To be fair, it didn't cost me that much. But it is a game that I've spent money on that is fucking rancid. To move on a bit then,
0: you were talking about parrying before. That's actually moved me on to... Uh, uh, that, that gives me a segue into a game. Wow, go for it. So, it's handy. Bright Memory Infinite. Now, I don't know if that's a name that rings a bell for you. Nope. Or not. But... As an Xbox die hard as you are, Mm -hmm. and the sort of launch of the uh, Xbox game, you know, the reveal of the consoles and they showed all those exclusives. Right. There was this game they showed called Bright Memory. Okay. Which was, uh, it it looked pretty good. And I remember it catching a few people's eye, but I think largely because some PC players recognized it, knew what it was, and were like, oh, oh, they've got that. All right, cool. It started off as an episodic game on Steam. Episode 1 was released, Bright Memory, Episode 1, right in early access. So it wasn't even finished, the Episode 1. But it was this really good-looking sci-fi shooter where you have these powers where you can sort of um, make people levitate so you can attack them and so on. I feel like there's a couple of others. I feel like there's one missing from this final version, but whatever. You can grapple people closer to you and things like that. It It's got some really, really good ideas to it. But it looks great. It's a really good looking game and it's made by one guy. He's wow. sort of named himself as a studio. And the, I think it got into a, a few you know, a little bit of hot water in terms of like he just reused assets for some right. stuff because he, he couldn't do it all himself. What a fucker. But he it it was so good and so you know, did really, really well. It was really cheap. I think I paid about three pounds for it. Um that he said, All right, okay, everyone who supported it, thanks. What I'm gonna do, cancel episode one. Can't slap episode two. Can't slap episode three, which is what I was planning on doing. Yeah. I'm just going to do a complete thing.
1: I've just, just been reading about it.
0: Yeah, and then you, you get all that. You get that when it re- releases. And he's not took episode one away from people or anything like that. It's still there. Um, So it's... I did think he was just going to retread. Like, okay, here's episode one and then some more stuff. But he's redone it all. Like, it is... Um, There's no reused gameplay moments or anything. I'd possibly... Okay. No, I don't think there is. Like even the intro section, he's not bothered redoing. Um, it sort of there's a bit of hit and miss with that because it doesn't explain the plot at all. Though I've no idea what's going on. Whereas I feel like episode one made a bit more sense, even though it was like, okay, now I'm fighting like dinosaurs or something. I don't know, but I feel like I was oh, Yeah, time pockets. Okay, I understand. Whereas this starts talking about a, like some bad weather and then there's a black hole and then. <laughs> you're fighting mystical like tomb raider style enemies kind of thing where wow. it's uh men with shields like it's uh Aztec sort of vera or something i guess but this is in china i think okay. so that uh one of the powers you have is you can block with your sword and if you you time it well you can then counter but it's not quite um it's not quite bayonetta it's not you know bullet time or, or whatever which time i guess yeah, it's more that it just knocks the enemy back and leaves them vulnerable for, for a second. Sure. The the reason I, that it sprung to mind, because I, I asked you about the timing of it, I think. It was easy to time. This just has a sort of half a second animation priority or quarter of a second or something. It's not quite instant. It's not So you're trying to get the timing, but you actually need to do it slightly earlier. You need to read the animation slightly earlier and... And react sorry, to get the the proper counter, and it can mean you're getting hit because you're trying to time it, whereas you should just be trying to block rather than trying to counter. I've got you.
1: Yeah, it's committing to the game. That's that's what that is. Yeah, it, it's it's. a
0: am sort of it, that stuck with me because I've very few other issues with this. Beyond that, it's really really good. I think episode one has already released on the Xbox. Okay, like within six months of it. Uh, the console coming out, um, but this version, Bright Memory Infinite, is supposed to be coming next year. I think fairly early next year. So uh, with ray tracing and all that sort of stuff, um, really, really recommend it. I think it's about fifteen pound on Steam, so twenty dollars something. But what's assuming that? it's
1: the the actual Bright Infinite, the full game is fifteen dollars. Yeah, yeah. but whatever. free
0: if you had the original. I don't know if that's what's going to happen in the on the Xbox or not, but on right. the PC it's if you had the original then you've got this free yeah lots of weapons with oh sorry not got lots of weapons sort of four weapons that you pick up throughout the game and they have alternate fire options nice um which i found i didn't use a lot but they are very very useful on bosses and sort of help you cheese the bosses a bit okay like, like i said there's this animation to things which is great it shows a lot of work and stuff but it where where it is a hindrance a bit in the uh, blocking and and countering it helps with the bosses because they get staggered by explosive rounds and stuff so you've got this uh, grenade launcher on your pistol or something you use that, knock them back and they'll just take a second to recover you hit them again, they go back a bit take a second to recover they can get a bit confused by scenery (laughs) and so if you sort of knock them until they're in some trees you could then just unload on them, and every oh, now and then, I love like,
1: that. I love a bit of jank in a video game, yeah, yeah. especially if it's going for you. Yeah, well,
0: there's been a couple of times where I sort of was, oh, this doesn't feel right. I'm, I'm, I'm taking that. I'm like they're halfway dead, and I've not had to do anything other than just spam this grenade launcher or whatever. So I've, I've eased off, and oh, then they kicked the doing fucking shit good. out. Good, you
1: fucking deserve that. Yeah, so take advantage.
0: Yeah, exactly, like you. It's taught me a life lesson. Yeah. I, <laughs> I will be, I've, you know, I've currently got a job, so next next election I'm voting Tory. That's what this has <laughs> taught me. Yeah,
1: keep catalysts and strong. Yeah. <laughs> so I've,
0: yeah, um, that again, like I said, there's so few criticisms that I can level at it because wow. it's, it's really well made. I'm not saying it's the greatest game ever. Or... No, but
1: I don't think this was a game that you probably loaded up and went into expecting to feel this way about.
0: No, yeah, you expecting loads of like, well, it's a bit hitchy there, and it did this, and the frame rate's all over the place, and that you know I've fallen through the floor, and I've done like there's the the sort of criticisms I've got, like cause I've I've made some notes, and it, it's things like the uh, there's lots of foliage around, enemies can hide in the foliage, which is mixed in terms of is that a good thing, or is it a bad thing? Because it it has the look of Crisis or Crisis Three, I should because say, it's quite Christ dark. Yeah, uh,
1: like Guinuk.
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah. Exactly, it's a god game. I'm not into it, <laughs> not into it. The developer clearly knows this, though, and I don't this, I, mean, I don't know if it's deliberate where it's like, yeah, the enemy's going to use cover. It's going to use these tall bamboo shoots and all this sort of stuff, because fuck you, that's why. Like, they're not idiots. <laughs> but then every now and then, they'll have torches on, so if they've got shotguns, if it's a sniper, they will have this bright torch that you so you can see, oh yeah, okay, there is an enemy there, I need to deal with them, because they're clearly a dangerous one because they've got, you know, if it was just a pistol, that it's not going to bother with the torch because who cares? Yeah, but it can be a little difficult to read where you're being shot from when oh, okay. that doesn't happen, because everything sort of blurs into one. It's so it's so busy and there's so much um, debris floating around and things like
1: that. Okay. Yeah. Plus, you're uh, involved in action as well, so you're moving. Yeah.
0: About. Exactly. Yeah, and you do get hit from all sides. Enemies will spawn in. Particularly the uh, sort of ancient enemies will sort of spawn in from different areas. General, soldiers generally are, are in front of you, so it's it's not um, it's not without any flaws or anything. But that that's one of the sort of key criticisms. I, I still really liked it. And the, the main one though is I I was recording a, a video for it. I, I, I thought I'd get back into doing some YouTube videos. First time I did it, I sort of uh, I'd, I had a few issues anyway, fucked it up. And so I'll just I'll carry on playing. I'll just record. You know this next section of game and uh, I I was just about to wrap the video up because I was like well I've shown a boss fight so I don't want to show anything more than this and then the credits started rolling and I was like fuck well I can't use that video but (laughs) finish the game so it took me about two hours I think to finish which is a little short I would say but then it is cheap but is it so cheap it's mainly that the criticism is I really enjoyed it and would have quite happily took another hour Hour and a half of game. Like, sure, I wasn't ready for it to finish. Simple as that.
1: So, sorry, Ben. I just need to clarify. You're talking about Bright Memory Infinite, and not Bright yes. Memory, right? Yeah, yeah. Fine. Because Bright Memory, have you played? You yeah, yeah. Play it's that? about I think about 20-25 minutes or something for like
0: that. It's it's half an hour maybe. It's really short. Episode one.
1: Wow, that's insane. But that is episodic. But that's really short for episode as well. It, it was
0: episodic. also um, early access, so you might have been adding more to it. And that was sort of battle arenas, almost like you walked forward and you got attacked by a ring of enemies, if you like. Like you had to, and it had a combo system, yeah. like Devil May Cry, and all that has been stripped out. This is more sort of corridor okay. shootery. Um, there's no combo system. Um, like I said that the timing of the parries is, is that well, the, the parrying system is what it's brought in instead, I guess. Um, yeah. Which there are some enemies where it is difficult to know, you know. Batman, how the shield enemies or the guys with electric batons and all that sort of stuff, There is certain ways you deal with those enemies. Yeah, there is. This feels like it's supposed to have the same thing and doesn't quite land it. So there are some enemies with shields and some larger enemies that it's just like, turns out if you just launch a fucking grenade at them, it solves the problem. Or maybe if you spam your melee, it solves the problem. You might get hit, but... That's probably not how you're supposed to do it. You're probably supposed to counter, which raises their shield, and but the it just isn't quite as mechanical as it probably needs to be, I guess. But I get you.
1: But it is one guy, maybe, yeah. I and as
0: a what second attempt, is pretty fucking good. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It sounds like one to look out for. It is coming out on the Xbox, uh, t- like TBA, as you said. Hasn't got an announced date released. Bright Memories already out on the Xbox, and the yeah, PS4. which threw it's me. Only- Really Absolute. threw me. Yeah, it's not not quite seven quid, yeah. so it's six six sixty nine. Nice. I might pick that um, up.
0: I didn't realise it was out on PlayStation. Oh, I thought it was an Xbox exclusive.
1: Oh, it might be then. I was just being inclusive, but um. All oh, right.
0: I thought you'd seen yeah. a thing saying it was on Play. I think um,
1: I'm on TrueAchievements dot com, and I can just literally search for a game, and it brings up anything. Hmm. So yeah, maybe I should have googled it, but that's not my fucking job.
0: Well, either way. Yeah, it's, it's worth playing. Episode 1, yeah, sure, if it's, you know, cheap and stuff, it's it's worth cheap playing. Cheap enough. But...
1: Well, you say it's 25 minutes, but it's got, like, two to three hours on here. So maybe maybe the game released on the Xbox is more to... I don't yeah, know.
0: I feel like it didn't take me more than an hour, definitely. But That's madness. Well, so I think I had... Because I was playing it in early access, I think I ran into suspension so issues and then had to restart, and so it is possible that the time I actually sat and just finished it, I'd raced through the early part because I knew what I was doing. Yeah, got you.
1: Got you. Yeah, recommend it anyway. So, yeah. Yeah, it was a bit out of left Hmm. wing. Um,
0: So when we spoke before, it sounded like you were slightly less glowing on some of what you
1: played. Yeah, I I think I picked two games. So I picked Super Monkey Boy... Boy? Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. And I picked Super Mario Advance 4, Super Mario Brothers 3. And... In the scheme of things, they're both quite difficult games. So, funnily enough, even though they were both my projects for the last three weeks, I beat them both today. In fact, I beat Super Mario Bros. 3 whilst you were... You had a bit of trouble with your internet before we came on. And you'd fixed it and texted me to say you're ready, and I was literally fighting Bowser, and I finally fucking beat him. I must have tried that last level, like, fucking 30 times. i got. I, I just elaborate on Super Monkey Ball first. So... I've played through the story mode and I've beat it now. Um, I looked at, you know, the Switch has got like rough times and after 10 hours it only goes in five hour increments yeah, for some fucking reason.
0: Also, if you had that where it just resets and just makes shit up.
1: Uh, no, I haven't had that uh, personally. I
0: had Football Manager for me. I played that, according to the save on Football Manager, I played that for like over a month. Right. Which sounds right. To be fair, whereas the Switch had me at like, yeah, oh, you've played about two days worth. Like, I mean, that's still a lot, but for Football Manager,
1: yeah, sure, yeah, Football Manager, and for you, yeah. playing Football Manager, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it should have been like a decade. But yeah, so I've I've got to ten hours. Uh, it took me ten hours to do the story. There's ten worlds, each with ten levels. So I'm I'm averaging an hour a world. But yeah. some some of the levels are just just insane there. I had to look at YouTube on what to do with someone just because I was failing them so many times, or it was a case that I thought I knew what I was doing, and I wasn't. I wasn't. Didn't have the skill at the time to pull it off. But when you haven't got the skill to pull off what you're doing, you then doubt. Oh, is this actually what I'm supposed to do? Or have I missed a fucking trick? So I've just gone back into like YouTube here and there and just had a look at. It and I was like, oh, what I was doing is right. It's just ridiculously hard. Yeah. Um, fucking there was one i think it was called crazy maze it's like level 10 6 or something like that and you you have to take the monkey in a ball that's the premise of the game you have to take him up a ramp but obviously that's a physics game so what you need to do is you need to build a certain amount of speed up on a flat or a slope so you can then traverse up the hill and i was having such trouble just getting the speed and it's like it was a slope but you had to get onto uh Uh, ...like a flat above the slope... and, ...and there was a block in front of you as well... ...and there was just this... ...it felt like there was one pixel... ...that you had to hit... ...to get on top of this other platform... ...without bumping into the wall that's in front of you... ...but you also had to be at the right speed... ...and going up the slope... ...because obviously as you get slower... ...you start to sort of trickle to the direction you're facing... ...instead of going up the slope... ...and it's fucking hell dude... ...I think I was on that level alone... ...for like an hour and a half yesterday... But such was the determination to get it finished for this podcast. I fucking battled through. It always seems to me that I'll get stuck on a level and then the level after that is a piece of piss. yeah. And then I get stuck again. So it seemed to be like every two levels I was uh, hitting a barrier. But I got there. i tell you what I was going to do. Like You speaking of making YouTube videos and stuff. Like I've saved every level that I thought was a massive, massive cunt. And I have saved the replays of them. And I was just going to play them Uh, because you can like swish the camera around so you can get a bit more of a picture of what you're doing but like some of the levels are uh, insane I'm going to make a little video I'm just going to make a little video and put it out there and then you can watch the bonkersness to be honest with you I could give you the names of the level and you could go watch it on YouTube I might just do that don't know but uh, yeah it it was a hard game and you know what it's like when you're playing a difficult game it's like there's a determination to get through it but the enjoyment level was pretty much fucking minimal until yeah. you beat that level that you're stuck on and then you're just elated that you beat it like yes it was worth all that perseverance
0: yeah it's sometimes it is um it's not enjoyment that drives you
1: it's i guess pride or yeah something. it's yeah like it's 100 percent pride like i beat it i want the world to know yeah that sort of thing i was just gonna so just just to recap on monkey ball um i just feel like if anybody's played much of that story mode then it's something to beat it. it. That's not that was not a casual game to sit down and play. That that took determination and effort, and I'm fucking glad I beat it. But I can't say all of it was fun.
0: Yeah, which is the, I guess the paradox of it because it is a pick up and play game in the sense of oh, very yeah. short levels. It's, and it's,
1: it's super arcadey. Yeah,
0: but yeah, to finish it because I think the same. I think I finished the original, but I do remember definitely feeling like i did not enjoy those expert levels
1: yeah yeah i don't mind it when it's a test of skill i don't mm. like it when i start 11 and i just don't know what to do i don't mind it when it's little platforms and things are moving around it's when i'm like i just i just don't know how to beat this level like i know i'm i'm seeing it in front of me and i don't know what to do Like i don't find that enjoyable mm. um anyway it's done it's i've got like there's super monkey ball one two three 3 and special stage challenges to do. I'm going to I'll carry on, but I just wanted to get that main mode done and that's done. You now the other game I was playing was Super Mario Bros 3. Oh, speaking of cunt. Like, I remember <laughs> I remember when I was playing Super Mario Odyssey and I I remember posting about it on MF Gamers and just being like uh, I'm amazed at how much I've shouted at Mario and told him I hate him because like Super Mario Odyssey is a fantastic game, but it frustrated me at points. Like, I didn't always feel the controls were spot on. I've changed my mind about that now. I've played enough of Odyssey to really appreciate it, and I've learned some sort of advanced techniques. I've done a, I've, I've dabbled with a little bit of speed running on Super Mario Odyssey. Like, I do this thing called Nipple Percent, which is so you start the game, you get through the like Hat Kingdom at the beginning, you beat the first boss, you go to the Dinosaur World, you beat That boss, and then you've got to get to the Desert Kingdom and go and buy uh, Mario's boxer short suit, so he just stands there in his boxer shorts, hmm. eg nipples out, and as soon as you see nipples, you hit the timer. And that's it, nipple percent. And I think, I think it's about, I don't know, casually, it's about a fifteen-minute run. Like the world record's like seven minutes or something ridiculous like that. Um, but it's just the techniques they use, the way they they can throw Cappy in front of them and then jump, hit it, bounce up. They can do something which like resets mario's parameters where he thinks because you can't jump on the cap twice in succession otherwise you could jump on it infinitely yeah um it they do something they manipulate him midair so he resets his cap bounce so you can do it again um and you can just travel vast distances and climb big places once you know how to do it or or whatever you got to do um so, yeah, I've, I've got a new appreciation for the controls. That's, that's what I'm saying there. What I don't have is an appreciation for fucking Mario 3. That's a hard game. Uh, like, I loved it back in the days. This playthrough has sort of shown me how much foundation was laid for Super Mario World, Super Mario Bros. 4, which is one of my favourite games of all time. Obviously, it was uh, the first, it was the Mario on the SNES. Um, yeah. After that, it was basically Yoshi games. But, like, you know. Super Mario World's one of my all time favourite games and yeah like Mario 3 had like basic ghost houses um, some of the music in there like the last level music is I think the music that plays when you are fighting Bowser at some point um, in Super Mario World so my challenge with Mario 3 was to go through the whole game 100% not use the warp whistles do every level that you could do which I, I managed to do, I was like, I, th- I think there is 90 levels in total that you beat in Super Mario Bros. 3. And obviously as all platform games and all games generally, that it starts off easy and introduces difficulty as you go on. But obviously as you get better and used to the controls, you can mount obstacles or surmount obstacles that you couldn't before. Um, problem with Super Mario Bros. 3 is like a lot of stuff happens off screen. Like... You can have an enemy you haven't even seen yet that's chucking stuff at you mm. or like there are quite a few blind jumps because the play screen's quite small and couple that with like a difficult level and like fucking I I spent a lot of my time shouting at this game. I didn't do myself any favours because I was insistent on playing the whole thing on my Game Boy micro. So like it's very small, like the buttons are very close together. I, I couldn't do all that. I had to resort to my um, SP for a little bit because my micro ran out of batteries and it turns out that I couldn't find the uh, charger yeah. for my metro, uh, micro anywhere. So Yeah, so anyway, uh, I, I managed to charge up my SP. I've now got a, a USB charger for my micro and my SP. I had two for my SP, it turns out, um, and now I've got one for the micro, so that's fully charged. But by the time it arrived, I'd got all but to the last level. So I played World 8, my micro again. Um, yeah, just beat it today. I'm in two minds about playing it again. You get used to the controls. Like I'm, I was able to do some cool stuff with Mario that you sort of struggle to do at first. Once you've got his like jump timing down and how quick it takes him to sort of turn backwards in the air because you can control Mario in the air. I'm always a fan of that in video games when you can manipulate air movement. Uh, just gives it that extra bit of control. Um, but yeah, even though I was sort of like bouncing around, man, it's a hard game. It soured me on it a little bit. I don't remember struggling this much as a kid. Like I, I just found it a tough ass game. Like I'm not shit at games, by any means. I'm not a fucking master. Or else, I wouldn't be doing this podcast with you now. I'd be on stage earning fucking thousands of bucks. Um, but yeah, it's just I don't know. One of those games I sort of wish I'd left in the past a little bit. I think it's also one of those games where I'm into speedrunning. Like I, I like to learn sort of advanced tactics and, and manipulations and stuff like that. I think if I sort of got into it and learned how to do like any percent, which I think takes about I don't know ten fifteen minutes, I think I'd enjoy that. But uh, otherwise, I sort of wish I left it in the past. Not not the game that I had in my head, to be honest with you. I it's I remember it involving
0: going into the sky a lot. Mario. 3. Yeah, in bits. Yeah, maybe certain worlds, I guess, but because it, it's the one that introduced the raccoon tail, right? Or what, t- yeah, tanuki tuki? suit. Yeah. Yeah. So it felt like that they lent into that more. But maybe that's just that that's about the point I got to and then stopped. Because we didn't have a Nez at the time. So oh, okay. Played elsewhere. So you yeah, can't sure. get so far kind of thing.
1: I think um, I'm just addressed the Tanuki suit raccoon tail. Like you get one from a leaf. I think that's the raccoon tail. But it, you actually get like a full suit, which is a, the Tanuki suit, I think. That's the one you can fly, right? Yeah. And the other one you just hover for a bit or a longer you can, jump in it. It's all about P-speed. So if you get P speed with the raccoon tail, you can you can fly in the tanuki yeah. suit. Um, it's not it's not like indefinite flying. You can get like a this thing called a P wing, and if you use that on the map screen on Mario, then you can fly indefinitely. Yeah, All right, that's the difference. But you, there's there's some nice little touches. In it. It's the hammer suit. There's a frog suit. The frog suit is fucking boss. It's the first game where you can uh, get inside like a boot. You know, you've got like the Goombas in the boot jumping about. Yeah. And you can bonk on their heads and get in there. That was kind of fun. It doesn't use it very much. That frog suit,
0: you just reminded me of like proper little bit of nostalgia. I had um, the Mario sticker book. um, And I'd stick... I don't know if I had the... Yeah, no, we did. Yeah, we had the Mario Brothers sticker book. But I think it was like tied to... Do you remember the cartoon that was out around the same sort of time?
1: Uh, depends which cartoon it was. It wasn't the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, was it? I don't know because we didn't, the one I remember
0: didn't have that guy that the Americans always go on about. Right, okay. Um, but yeah, you, there was stickers. I, I always remember the, I must have just had spares of it or it was like, I had a spare of it and so sort of stuck it to the table at school or something like that. But I always <laughs> remember the, uh, the Mario in the frog suit. Like, really. But I hadn't thought about that. I'd completely forgotten that existed until you mentioned it.
1: So yeah. I think we've covered Super Mario Brothers three there. To be honest with you,
0: I'm gonna go quickly over um, Deathloop because as people who listen to the first episode will know, I use that as an example of like when Deathloop came out, all the podcasts were talking about it, and so now we're doing this podcast in reaction. So I'm aware that episode two talking about Deathloop is pretty piss poor showing, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, I got it a while back, No, a while back, month, last month, I think it was cheap uh, on PC. Um was a little wary of it, not really understanding what the, the game is. Is it a roguelike? Is it, you know, how much progress do you lose? It's it's actually sort of linear uh, in a way. It's just with this, like, the, have um,
1: if, if you played it? No, I haven't. Okay. I, I've heard that about it, that it's more linear than it comes across as
0: yeah so essentially you've got story missions you need to to do and at certain points you will hit them and then that essentially that progress is saved or at least that knowledge is saved so you might still yeah. have to do it but you you know how to do it um so you're you're going into there's four areas four different times of day so it is quite open in that sort of sense um but there will be times where it's like you can't go here there's nothing for you to do here so you're not going there. So it won't let you waste your time like that, but it will let you just waste your time, which is a, a bit of a criticism of it, I guess. But it will be sort of like, okay, this visionary, You, you essentially what you need to do is kill these seven visionaries um, within the same day. Right. And so what you're trying to do is find a way to either kill them remotely or bring them together so you can kill two at a time. And and then that, you, you're trying to end the, uh, the time loop that you're stuck in. Yep. And so it'll be things like, I need to find out what this person does at night. I need to find out where they go. And so you're going into that level and you're, or you might need to get their power or something like that. And that will be a key mission that you need to do. And so quite often you're actually just, once you, it took me a while to sort of pick up on it, that that's what the game is supposed to be. Yeah. But when you realize then, yeah, you're okay. That is progress. That is how I'm doing progress. I'm going in. And I don't need to spend 20 minutes in here, half an hour in here. That's not the point of this. The point is I need to go there, hit that thing, destroy it, leave. That's all I have to do. I don't have to do anything else. I don't have to go and fight the visionary. I don't have to do this. There's this story mission. That is what I'm here for. And so you can be quite quick and focused, which I I said probably took me too long to to realise. The issue I had with it was that it at certain points you get various other missions as well. So it's like orange missions are the ones you need to do and then white missions are just everything else. And it'll be stuff like uh, I heard someone shouting or or some people are destroying, um, they're trying to dig through a wall. I should come back later to see what they found. And so you come back later on in the day and you can have a look what's in there. And it'll just be, I don't know, some reward like some... A a skill or something something fairly minor there was quite the key thing that I needed to get that I didn't get for ages because it was just a like was it a key it's in a manner of speaking and it but it was just like like I someone's left this thing here so it's just one I said well I just I've looked in various places for this sort of stuff I don't need what you get this currency called residium which lets you save stuff. You use that to save perks and weapons and skills that you've collected. Um, so that when you die or you restart the day, you get to keep them. Otherwise you might've picked up a really good weapon. If you don't have the residium or you die before you get to the end of the day, then that's, that weapon's gone. You need to go and pick it up again. Yeah. So it's a way to like keep yourself more powerful. Is to spend this residium so you can get all these perks and stuff to make yourself take less damage or whatever it is and, and keep them. Um, so I just figured that was what was in there. So I didn't bother with it for hours and hours and hours and was just exploring. Well, I must have missed something. Maybe I need to kill this person again. Maybe I need to do this. Nope. I just needed to go and do that one thing. And if that had been in orange, <laughs> I'd have been, I'd have been done. Yeah. And so what did happen was, because the other, the other one I had was I had to find out who this visionary was, but I'd already done it. I'd killed him twice. But it's like, I need to work out his tell, but I'd already worked it out. I'd worked out, he was like one of the first people I killed. So I'd known for hours, but the game just hadn't recognized that I knew. So I had to find another way to kill him, um, which took me ages to work out how to trigger, I sort of got to this place. I knew it involved this and I'm just kind of randomly hitting buttons, trying to trigger this thing and I'm deliberately being a bit vague, but, um, but yeah, eventually I, you know, I'd found the thing I needed and oh, right. Okay. Great. And then it triggered it. Okay. Done. Done. I now know I've done this. I've done this. I've done this. I can, I can go to the end of the the game essentially, and it, it did sort of feel like after a lot of wasting time. So it's all like wasting time, not understanding it. All of a sudden, it clicking. Really, really enjoying it. <laughs> wasting time, not knowing what I'm doing. Mm, end of the f- game.
1: Frustrating Frustrated.
0: loop. Yeah, it. that that final day came about in a weird way, quite quickly when it came about. Um. Which is not, um, you know, I, I, I did enjoy it. I will say, I, I did. It's It will be on my top 10 of the year. I'd be surprised if it wasn't, but that's, I feel like in a normal year, it might be a little bit further down. Sure, yeah. Because, yeah, I don't feel like there's a huge amount of uh, stuff that's been amazing this year. But, it, yeah, it's, it is good. It is definitely worth playing. It's certainly not the sort of vague, sort of all the worst traits of modern games rolled into one kind of thing. It's, it's not that. It is, a, it is a smart take on the sort of Dishonored-style gameplay.
1: Yeah. I mean, I love, 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 love Dishonored. Um, I, I can't justify... Well, I can buy a PS4 even if I want to at the moment. It's just not a console that's available without fucking doing some hard work and being a little bit lucky. Mm. Um but yeah, it's, obviously it's a, an exclusive. I could I could play it on my laptop. I reckon my laptop would run it. But um, I wouldn't mind just waiting and I, I want to play it eventually. But it's something I'm looking forward to. I hear nothing but good things and it all depends on how much you like that style of gameplay I suppose.
0: Yeah, and I mean when it does release on the Xbox it, they own Bethesda so it's going to Game Pass. Yeah,
1: oh yeah absolutely. It'll be like Game Pass day one. Yeah. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. So the other game I played...
0: Um, I'm not. I don't know if I'm going to be deliberately doing this all the way through, but yeah, you know, I played Metroid Fusion because Metroid Dread was out. Yeah, and I think I played a horror game because it was Halloween. Yeah, I played um, Man of Madan. Oh yeah, it was Halloween. Uh, so this month, not that it's a big day on my calendar or anything, but I, I, it was Memorial Day. I played Eleven Eleven Memories Retold.
1: I've heard of this.
0: Yeah, which I bought earlier in the year for about a tenner or something like that, and I was I was sort of intrigued by it. I'm not a, a I'm not a um, oh, what's a nice way to say flag like, am <laughs> Not I haven't got you know. I'm not a racist. Is what I'm saying. So I'm not that's huge on uh, Memorial Day and, and all that sort of stuff. Which is terrible that that's what it's associated with right now, right? <laughs> yeah, but. That's I, I I quite like that as a I as you know, I like I like walking simulators and I like games that are just telling a meaningful story and, and things like that. I played Valiant Hearts. I don't know if you remember that, it's the Ubisoft I did. yeah. Ubisoft sort of puzzle game and that's great that the end of that game is so That's, that's good. black
1: and white war um finding little little items here and there etc etc isn't it
0: Yeah kind of structured like a point and click but yeah with the uh yeah with this information in there about the war and it's the end in particular like I remember seeing a video of people's reaction to the end of that game and uh, it was a bunch of people like uh, quite a lot of lads who were Sort of like yeah, yeah. Just before we'll I finished it, I right, then just watching the the final scene. And you see, him, like trying not to. And I was like, nope, nope. I'm fine, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because yeah, that's fucking it, hell. But um, yeah, it's it's really really good. Vine hearts. And So I, I'm I'm up for a, a grounded story. Like I, I don't. I'm assuming we've had a conversation about this, but I remember back in the PS two times. This when I was at like university when. Medal of Honor and things like that were were still big. I guess Call of Duty hadn't really took off. Call of Duty was probably a PC game still at that point. It, I, this I remember seeing, a game and it might have been a Medal of Honor game, marketed as no, no, we're really respectful, really, really respectful. Yeah, yeah, we uh, yeah. I know to, what you're talking about. Yeah, we went we went and interviewed loads of ex-soldiers, and then, the bit they sort of showed was just oh the bit I remember them talking about. It's this famous battle in modern snipers, and it was so gamey and so like. There's a level of, I don't know, a disrespect, I guess. It feels to me, but then there's plenty of current soldiers who will play Medal of Honor, uh, sorry, uh, Call of Duty games or Battlefield or something like that. Um, And yeah, so I sort of, I don't know, I, I I think I'd. If I knew someone had died in it, if you know a friend of mine had died in a war or something like that, and then I saw a game being like hoorah, <laughs> I'd be a bit like, "Mate, this isn't on." Mm. But you don't, yeah. Um, so they they've never really sat with me, but I am fine with it in games. Just I expected quite a grounded story. Um, so eleven eleven memories retold, or to give it its full name, eleven eleven memories retold colon. Where is your fucking poppy? that um, <laughs> <laughs> um it's Ardman entertainment are involved in it you know the claymation people yeah what, I do. It. um and so it's it's shot oh it's filmed no it's not filmed i think it's very basic 3d models right because they've got this like smudged filter over the top like a moving painting kind of thing okay. it's like if you run your you get a fingerprint on clay which obviously is what you see if you watch a Wallace and Gromit and that sort Uh of stuff. Yeah, Um, if you
1: watch a Wallace and Gromit,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's got that sort of look to it. The downside to it is it doesn't half look like a Saturn game. It's (laughs) this sort of weird, blurry, 3D, angular sort of thing. It really, really looks... There's a bit in Panzer Dragon Saga where you can go into a village and you're in these sort of um, almost sort of Greek-style white houses, huts, or whatever you'd call them, it really like very early in the game there is a point that looks exactly like that. It really does look like a, a slightly higher res Panzer Dragon saga, which is not a huge compliment. But it it's sort of cool what they do. It oh like I say it's best it does look like a painting, that is what they're kinda of going for. Uh, so there's a bit where it focuses on the Somme and you've got all those poppies and stuff. Yeah. But it's a bit indistinct. They don't look like poppies, it just looks like red. Oh, okay. And that's where it's sort of, it's a bit hit and miss, but it is, it sort of shows that they are trying not to make it look like a game. They are trying to tell a story and, um, and it focuses on, uh, two guys, Harry, who's this younger guy who's played by Elijah Wood and he's Canadian and he's a photographer, uh, a studio and he likes the, the owner of the photography studio's daughter, but she's not really interested in him and her father doesn't rate him. Um, this soldier comes in, this general, this British soldier, and he's like, you know, boy, I need, a, I need a cameraman to take pictures of me in the war. You should come to the front. Girls will love you. <laughs> so he's like, oh, yeah, maybe I will, yeah, yeah. So his motivation for going is to earn a bit of respect and, um, you know, get the uniform, essentially. Um, and then there's another guy called Kurt, who is a German, and he is an engineer... Working on building zeppelins, and the all the sons because he's a little bit too old to be forced to go to war. Um, he uh, his son is gone, and the unit his son is in has took casualties, but no one seems to know who. So he signs up to go and track down his son, and find out the truth about what's happened to his son. Like, is he still alive? And so his game is essentially pushing forward trying to get, you know, I've heard that his unit is here now so I'm going to try and go here so he has to go to the Somme to try and track him down and so Kurt's story is the more grounded, serious heavy side of the story there's just a, you know, it's a very real sort of believable story it's a man looking for his son and he's left his wife and daughter at home and he's torn between his family because his daughter's ill and you know, his wife obviously needs him back home because they're they're starving in Germany. They don't have the food. The country's, you know, on its knees kind of thing. And so, but he has, you know, this is why he's gone. And he's gone to find his son. And if he doesn't, then his son might never come home. He might be, you know, they might never know the truth. So he, that is what keeps pushing him on. Harry, though, is the one, apart from this one bit at the sun, where Kurt is, is um, checking on these corpses, that is probably the most sort of heavy moment. It's the only sort of big point of his story, I think. Harry is um, just this, like, comical farce of a character. Um, at one point, he gets a pet bird. It's like this pigeon that just follows him around, and he's, like, like doing tricks, and people are coming up to him, like, Oh, Harry, you're, you're the bird guy. Right? Oh, that's a smart bird you've got there, Harry. <laughs> it's that sort of stuff. It's like this proper, like glorifying like look how nice war is oh we're all but it's set to all the times where it then like you're in the trenches and you're walking past people kind of going like I can't cope with how cold it is and like the, it's mirrored between his time in the trenches and Kurt's the characters say the same thing English and German it completely misses the mark in English because, <laughs> uh, because Harry is such a fucking doofus Um, and some of the stuff he does as well it's not Elijah Wood's fault because he only speaks during, hang on a minute it's definitely Elijah Wood's fault but (laughs) carry on he um, he mainly is just reading letters or like narrating letters back home to his uh, would-be girlfriend Um, so you can sort of shape them a little bit and he's idolises this um, uh, Bartlett I think the guy's name is, uh, Major Bartlett I think so for that. Um. Anyway, this this guy who took him to war, but there's a bit with him where you see this big barrel chested, not afraid. You no, know, he's called bulletproof Barnet, or Bar. I forget his name. I Should have written it down. But he, you know, he's a proper what you imagine, sold like generals and majors to like with the moustache and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's instantly,
1: what I thought of yeah.
0: Yeah, he's he's that. He's um, hugely confident. No chinks in his armor at all. And then you see him breaking down one day, and he never forgives you for it because he, you know, you've seen his weakness. And it, again, it just is undermined because the next thing you do is end up on a stage in Paris with your bird because <laughs> you're trying to rescue your bird, and then the, the curtains just rise because obviously they would when they weren't expecting anyone to be there. The curtains would just open, and the lights would be on you for no reason. And so you start doing a dance. <laughs> and like doing a jig and all this sort of stuff and the people are, like, Oh, yeah, what an amazing show, a boy and his bird dancing on stage. And he's like I've just seen what you were trying to get me upset by was a man like finally showing his vulnerability and then hating you because you happen to see it. He won't engage with you, he won't he's not allowed to show this, this manhood, this you know, this humanity. humanity, sure, yeah. Like it's it's such a missed opportunity as a game. It's really really weird. There's not a lot of gameplay there. Um, at some points you sort of pair up with like you do meet meet both people that Kurt and Harry meet up and their story. Again, there's points where it could just really really hit the mark, and it just doesn't because and it's purely because of the Harry character. He's such a bad character, but um, I don't want to say too much more about it because I do think you know, if you've picked it up, it, it's probably worth playing. It's not hugely long, about sort of six hours maybe? Right. Um, split into three chapters. Uh, I think you do get choices, well you do get choices at the end. I'm not going to spoil too much, but I, I don't think either of them will be particularly delighted with what happened, but I suppose one of them had a better ending than the other. Uh, that Don't read too much into that. That isn't me kind of going like, yeah, one of them <laughs> killed the other. Like, that might be a possibility, but yeah. It uh, again. When I think of the end of Valiant Hearts, that stayed with me because of that character and his sacrifices and all this sort of stuff. What he was, what he was getting blamed for. When I think of Harry and his ending, it's not. This it just doesn't just doesn't land. Doesn't land. And it's it's too, yeah, I don't know. It's too romantic. And it, it's almost as
1: though both sides of the story are written by different people. Uh, possibly a thing happens, yeah. doesn't it? And then you yeah. you see those horrible sort of like jagged stories trying to come together.
0: Yeah, or well, yeah, the whole thing written by three groups. Like, so one writing the German side, and it's the like here's the real war kind of thing. It's uh, it's fucking what's that Studio Ghibli film? Grave of the Fireflies, or something like that, and then. The other one is this, like, dad's army sort of thing. And and then in amongst that, there's a, you know, the controlling, the director has kind of gone, this person needs to die now. This person (laughs) needs to die. You need to show this. I said, oh, well, we haven't really built up for that. He's like, well, we haven't got time for you to rewrite. So, you know, we just got to chew on it in. Yeah, which could be good. There is a particular point where it's like, oh, this could take a turn. Nope. (laughs) that death just not does not affect the story at all so I don't know it's I'm glad I finally got around to it Um, but it's not the best telling of this this story Um, yeah when the telling of that story is one of the
1: most important things
0: yeah like the whole point of this they've called it 1111 yeah memories retold and then my understanding is this is all fiction possibly based (laughs) on true stories but um Certainly, story is No fucking way, that's true. Um, and you, you get to choose the end. So, you, you know, um,
1: it's almost, it's almost Tarantino.
0: Yeah. So I, I, don't know. I. Yeah, it's, it's the worst of the three games. It's comfortably the worst one. But it doesn't mean to say it's shit. It just means it's uh, not all it could have been. I, yeah, I feel like a, Yeah, a, someone, a, the
1: writing lets it down basically well i think the last time we spoke like we had a little question that we were going to answer and i think last time it was um which video game collection i think it was ideally would you like to what was it would you would you like to complete or do you think you can complete i think were two questions weren't they
0: yeah money no object which one would you do and money being very much an object which one do you think you could do
1: yeah, we were sort of we, we talked about that a little bit as well, um, sort of off podcast. But I was thinking this week, um, what video game ha- do you regret getting rid of the most? Because um, I was going through my some of my collection, and I was like, I swear I used to have that game, <laughs> and then uh, it's not there anymore, and I've blatantly got rid of it. Don't remember selling it, but definitely don't have it. So um, I suppose anybody sort of into video games, and especially if you've had you've been playing and collecting for a long time, you've made some faux pas. Yeah, there's, there's a, quite a lot. And like I
0: said, the worst ones are the ones you don't remember doing, right? Yeah, because like, they some, kind of hurt. Yeah, because they're the ones that you go, I've got that. So there's, um, this isn't the one I was going to pick, but the way you've worded it has reminded me of it. But there's a, a, a game on the Dreamcast called Cannon Spike, which is all right. It's a Capcom shoot 'em up I guess. Sort of over isometric, sort of uh, overheadish sort of thing. But you could play as Cammy from Street Fighter and um, Charlie, I think, from Street Fighter's Innit, a couple of other characters. Um, uh, BB Hood from uh, the Darkstalkers series.
1: Uh, I'm not too versed on Darkstalkers. I love Darkstalkers.
0: But anyway, it's all right. It's not amazing. But it turns out was the joint last PAL Dreamcast game. Yeah. And I had it. I (laughs) didn't realize that. And at some point, I've sold it. Uh, yeah, I could feel the
1: heartache coming.
0: Yeah, when you look at how much that costs now. Uh, there's yeah. there's a couple of others. There's a game called Project Justice, which uh, is uh, Rival Schools 2, essentially. Oh, cool. Uh, brilliant, brilliant game. One of my favourite ever games. Apparently sold that. And um, <laughs> I want to say Plasma Sword. It might be Plasma Sword, but this one that I remember getting, my housemate was talking about it. He was saying, oh, I saw this game. You've probably heard of it. And telling me about it. I was like, yeah, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. I went looking through my uh, folder of Dreamcast games, being like, oh no, where the fuck is it? And yeah, I think oh, I went no. looking through my eBay history, and uh, yeah, I would sold it. Um, Did you at
1: least get some good money for it?
0: Probably, but I was. I mean, we're probably talking like fifty quid or something. And it was mm. back when uh, I I needed the money. So yeah, yeah, I, you I know, get that needs must. Um, but yeah, no the 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 easy answer for this is. Um, when I was about 16, um, I, I had a Saturn. It was modded for import games and all that sort of stuff. And I wanted a Dreamcast. So I might be a bit older than 16. But I, um, I, was tr- I traded in my entire Saturn collection for a Japanese Dreamcast. Right. But I remember being torn at the time. It was like, okay, do I buy say Marvel Super Heroes versus Street Fighter and Radiant Silver Gun these import games that are apparently really good and keep my Saturn going by picking up these games like a couple more of the import stuff but I was basically down to like uh, uh, Japanese language stuff so not just like I've imported this because I could play X-Men versus Street Fighter without a problem Marvel Super Heroes versus Street Fighter is just another fighting game I could play that I could have picked that up quite easily I had Metal Slugs plenty of stuff but then it's like what about Grandia in Japanese and things it's like Grandi is a fantastic fucking game, but I didn't fancy my chances of playing through it. And maybe I should have, maybe I should have. Well, yeah, I feel like I should have done But I loved my Japanese Dreamcast. No issue, I loved it. But a month later, or within a month, I'd got my first job, first proper job. Yeah. And I could have kept, I could have kept that Saturn. And that Saturn had PAL Shining Force 3, PAL Burning Rangers, PAL Panzer Dragon Saga, X-Men vs. Street Fighter, um... Metal Slug. It had all sorts of rare, expensive, and it was pristine. It worked perfectly. Hindsight, um, dude. Yeah, and looking at... Like, I've still never managed to pick up Panzer Dragon Saga since... I did pick up Radiant Silvergun when I started rebuying. Uh, when I was at uni, it wasn't even that long. It was like four years later, I started. I picked up that Saturn again. I picked up a Saturn again and started collecting. Or not properly collecting, but picking stuff up. But yeah, Panzer Drinking Saga has just always been more expensive. And even that, it's like, I should have bought that five years ago when it was £100 rather than you know, <laughs> looking at it now and being like, all oh, right, 300 quid, all oh, right, brilliant, yeah, bargain. I mean, it's a great game. But yeah, so definitely, without without question, selling that Saturn collection.
1: Yeah, hindsight, dude, honestly. But you, you just make these decisions at the time, don't you? What can you yeah. do? Yeah. All you can do is, is talk about them later on a podcast with regret in your heart. Yeah. Exactly. I think I've only got one like real regret and that was what's the exact name of the game? I'm pretty sure it is Castlevania Legacy of the Dark Legacy of Darkness. Oh, the PS two No, it? that's Lament of Innocence. you oh, be forgiven right. for getting these fucking titles confused. So there was there were two Castlevania games on the N sixty four. Oh yeah, yeah. This yeah, I know which one this is. There's basically Castlevania. There's so many games just called Castlevania. And there was the sequel to that, which was Castlevania: Legacy of Darkness. And um, I'm just, I, I had it. I don't—I remember like just disliking it. I didn't really like the N60, the original N64 game. It's not great, but um, I remember really disliking the sequel. And I must have had it in my collection for about a week. And I was like, "Do you know what? Fuck this! I'm not keeping it if I don't like it. I'm just going to trade it in. I traded it in for something obscure and shit that's <laughs> worth nothing. And now, if you go on uh, eBay. Like, uh, just the cart alone is, like, 70 quid. Like, yeah. there's a box version without the manual, 100 quid. There's a complete one here, 150 quid, and it's not in the best nick. And you're just like, God damn it. I reckon, like, a pristine mint one's going to go for 200 plus now.
0: Wasn't it, like, a was it a semi-sequel? Because there was characters cut from Castlevania 64, right? And
1: yeah, I, you know, I don't know. This is news to me. Because I thought they
0: added some of them back in. And redid, like, reuse some areas. And so it was sort of criticized for being a bit lazy, but actually, it was like, no, no, it was this is the game they wanted to make. Uh, If Castlevania 64, if they'd been given the budget and the time they wanted, they would have made a much better game.
1: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, they certainly needed a fucking budget for that. Yeah. Although it's uh, it's just one of those things. I've, I think people are into Castlevania '64, love it, but it's it's not a fun game to play. Yeah. But yeah, that's a that's a glaring omission from my collection as well. Yeah,
0: that's the problem when it's when it is something you'd like a complete collection of, like Castlevania, mm. and then it's all oh, this one. I could just buy it because it's the one that I need. Yeah. it's all I need. But then realistically, like yeah, but I, I you know, what a stupid thing to spend two hundred quid on a game yeah. that I
1: don't even want to play. I know. Yeah, it's crazy. But then, God damn it, it will fill a hole in my heart as well. Yeah. I desperately want it. There's, there's like three real glaring emissions from my collection, and that's um, uh, Castlevania three okay. on the NES. There is a, a Legacy of Darkness on the 64, and Dracula X on the SNES. I don't own either. Vampire's Kiss. I want that. But they're all fucking expensive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. my I don't really... I... I've got the DS ones and the 3DS, I
1: guess. Yeah. I've got, I don't actually have Mirror of Fate on the 3DS. That's, that's one I'm missing, but it's not particularly expensive. I've got, um, like my missus, we had our boiler fixed the other day and there's a load of my stuff in the boiler room. So we turfed it all out because some dude was coming by to have a look at it because it's been playing up. It's, it hasn't been serviced for like two years because of COVID and shit like that. And then, you know, they were late for the appointment. So fuck you, British gas. But, um, yeah, we turfed out a load of stuff in the the boiler room. And just sitting at the top of one of the boxes was the original Castlevania game on the Famicom disc system. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. Like with a, I think I bought it. Do you know when I came up to see you with different oh, class? Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I've forgotten all about it, but it had like just a f- £15 price tag on it. Um, yeah, it's just sat in the box. I mean, this was a few years ago now. I love little discoveries like that. I mean, that, that helps the, the times when you sell your fucking games, when you find one that you forgot you owned. That's awesome. Yeah,
0: or someone mentions something to you and they are like, oh, you know, that's like stupidly expensive, right? And you're like, I've I've got that. I know I've got <laughs> yeah.
1: that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of that, um, like I've got Castlevania Symphony of the Night and um, I think I paid like 80 quid for it on the PlayStation 1. And um, when it arrived, it's got like, indelible ink i'm not sure if it's on the manual or on a bit of the case if it's on a bit of the case there's no worries i can just swap the case out even though that is that is easier said than done getting playstation one cases apart without snapping the plastic is tough yeah um but yeah I, bruh, that makes me cross too
0: i thought it was going to be indelible ink and i was just about to complain about it and then i realized it was signed by <laughs> <people> <laughs> rush yeah L- love eager yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it, I don't know. That's maybe a question for another time. I don't want to ask that question of what's the most valuable thing. Because like, I, I don't know. I'm not going to go hunting stuff. But yeah, there are one or two where it's like I bought, there's a game called Carrier on the Dreamcast that um, I got that was, uh, I remember getting, it was post-Dreamcast death, I got it in the Trafford Centre from oh, like nice. a HMV or something like that. Right, And it was about a fiver or something like that. And I, just, I don't think I've ever played it. Maybe I started it or something, but it's a it's a Resident Evil ripoff. Okay. And yeah, I think that's worth a bit now, the PAL version. But yeah, there's just some that you've picked up, and but yeah, I know I didn't give a best example of that thing where you don't even realise you've got it. I think I did have a GBA game that I didn't realise I had until I looked in there, and yeah, turned out I had it, and it was. uh, I had a very brief spell of picking up games for the GBA when I first got a DS.
1: I've got a huge GBA collection. But I collected them sort of uh, when they were out, and then uh, yeah. I've, I've continued to buy them since. So yeah, it's pretty massive. <laughs> uh, so, so childish. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You're not, you're not wrong though. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Who does? God is he even real. Let's discuss well, that. I will.
0: That's a good segue because my uh, games for the next month, the stuff that I, I I know. There's definitely one that I know I'm going to play. There's a couple of others that uh, I should get around to. But but Shin Megami oh. Tensei 5 finally arrived, about a week late. I've held off playing it because I wanted to get stuff finished for this. Yeah. But. it's
1: um, very committed of you.
0: Yeah, that's going to be my uh, rest of the day, I think, is playing some Shin Megami. Nice. Uh, I should probably
1: have put the Switch on charge rather than leave it behind me where it is. But oh well. Yeah, I mean, um, it's not like you can't play it whilst it's charging, just with a plug in the wall. You're all good. Yeah, yeah. Depends how far away from the plug, actually. Um, Maybe your bed. Well, you know, whatever. We'll I'll sort. It, I'll
0: work it out. Yeah, but, you do that. Um, yeah, so I'll be I'll be playing that. So uh, yeah, attack and kill God. That is what's happening. Um, wow.
1: And let's see what God's got to say about that. Um,
0: well, I, I I don't know actually. Well, to be fair, the last one I finished. I didn't attack and kill God. I attacked and killed Satan, and I felt really bad about it. But, <laughs> That's a controversial opinion. Yeah, well, basically, the choice you get—I won't say which one it is—because I did start to talk about it to someone. They're like, "Well, spoilers!" I was like, You're never seeing the end of that game. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. The choice they give you is kind of like, "Oh, maybe we could keep things the same as they are." Where you know, some people are a bit unhappy, but. Fundamentally, everything sort of works, or everyone gets killed just so you could kill God. And it's like, yeah, I guess, I guess, but it's the choice between the two. I guess I should probably not kill everyone. And yeah, it seemed a bit of a bullshit thing. And i i want to I want to believe that it's because they play tested it, and it's like, oh man, they all killed God. (laughs) We can't have that. We need to make it so they don't. But um, yeah, the other the other, I mean, I'm saying I'm going to kill God, like. Look at Shimigami, it's gonna be like three years before I finish it.
1: Yeah, I heard they're big.
0: Yeah, they're uh, they are pretty uh, pretty rough. Um I also picked up on the Switch a game that I can only describe as looking like bleakness. Um called <laughs> okay. Still Stand. And it's it's cheap at the minute and it's cheap on I saw it on the on PSN as well. Right. Or PS whatever the PlayStation store's is called.
1: Yeah, Playstation Store.
0: So I think it's fairly new, but the selling it like half price or something, but it uh, I think it's probably about depression and this person who, based entirely on some still pictures, I didn't watch a trailer, I just looked at the pictures, they don't want to leave the house, but they feel like, I should, I need to, because I'm getting depressed. So I don't know what the gameplay is, but based on what I saw of it, it was just like, it looks sort of interesting, it was like a pound.
1: Yeah, no, I like that, it's a bit different, isn't it? Yeah,
0: so I'll I'll play it. I mean, it's not going to drive clicks or anything but... um, (laughs) I'll play that and um
1: Maybe a, a gun. Yeah.
0: yeah to there's, head. there's uh there's a couple of games on the eShop, actually, that I'm talking there's a fighting game called Chaos something or it. I forget. Chaos Code, I think it's called. Okay. That I won't mind picking up. Half price at the minute. There's a game called Don't Stop. No, sorry. It's called Dude Stop. Dude Stop. Yeah, where I think the point of the game is to just be the biggest prick. And it is <laughs> Dude Stop. The bit they show is um there's a, a blue ball, like small, like marble sort of thing, and um, on the table. And you've got a bowl of red balls. or Let's say M and M's, red M and M's. Another bowl of blue M and M's, and you put the you put it in the red. You put that blue <laughs> one in the red, and it's it's just a game for being a prick. Yeah, that sounds all right. It sounds funny, don't it? But there's a Japanese one that I can't remember the name of it. But there's three of them now, and they're about two ninety nine, I think or when they're on sale, and I've been meaning to pick one up for ages, and the third one's just come out, I might get that and play that, because it seems like the exact same thing, but maybe, like, do the nice thing. It's like the oh, opposite okay. of it. Because it's like, there's this couple wanting to sit on the bus, and it's like, do you get up and let them sit down? Because there's two seats. If you move, they can sit next to each other. <laughs> yeah, so I am I might get both and compare the two.
1: Okay. Do you know what the other one was called, sorry? One was like, Dude, stop. What was the other one?
0: Uh, it begins with a K. I, uh, to be honest, by the time I get on the eShop and uh, check oh, okay. the wish list. Yeah. Um, but I don't know what else. I mean, I could play something on that um, new 2DS, so I could finally play like Moon or something like that. But
1: I think you should play Moon. Um, I mean, you spent a lot of money on it.
0: I did. I should definitely play it at some point, whether or not it's going to be this month. Because also, the other game is there's a game I got on the PC, a Jeff Minter game called Moose Life.
1: Moose Life.
0: Yeah, I think that's great. So uh, I might well pick that up. Oh,
1: sorry, I've picked up. I might well play that.
0: Yeah, actually play it. I know what you meant. Kukiomi, consider it.
1: Kukiomi, consider. I, I might have that. I might have bought that a little while ago, just because the cover looked bonkers. Yeah. Or, or they're they're just a the thumbnail screened. Yeah, like black and white, not quite
0: stick, very simplistic drawings.
1: Yeah, I might have that already. Yeah, so I think
0: I might I might finally bite the bullet and uh, just play it. But the problem is, I, if I get those two on the Switch, the big game I'm playing is Shin Megami, which is on the Switch. So if I pick up... Yeah, sure. Do you know what I mean? They're not going to get played because they're on the same platform, which is stupid, but
1: hey. I know, sometimes you need a little palate cleanser. Yeah, yeah. So Also, I suspect... In between games. I suspect neither of those two are that long, so... Uh. No, fair. So I'm definitely going to play... Uh, sorry, you done with your yes. massive list of games that you're going to play i expected one or two but there's like 12
0: yeah I, I also realistically i'll play one of them but... <laughs> which is going to be Shin Megami. yeah
1: yeah that's fair i'm uh, i'm going to barrel on with Hor- forza horizon 5 um I don't know i reckon i'll put about like 10 12 hours into it like no need to go into what forza horizon is this is more of the same just better so i'm going to i need to play for that just cuz it's the game i'm playing anyway yeah. there's the halo infinite multiplayers out oh no, I yeah. got shouted at by a nerd the other day um, <laughs> that's like the first time that's ever happened to me in online play that somebody's fucking like shouted at me over the mic and stuff like that <laughs> like I don't know I, I didn't respond I didn't even look up to see who it was I was thinking about it but I was like I don't need to fucking explain my actions to some fucking prick on the internet um, so yeah I'll play a bit of the Halo multiplayer Halo infinite multiplayer yeah I, I played a bit yeah it's alright Small more Halo. But I really like Halo multiplayer, so it's my bag. I'm very surprised you played it.
0: Yeah, well, I like, you know, curious nature. You know, I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll try things.
1: I guess. Ne- never to necessarily like them, but you'll try things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, how could I criticise it if I haven't played it? That's my well, motivation. You're good at that. Yeah. I need to have at least played an hour. So I go, well, I played it. and Let me tell you.
1: Justify your sour opinion of life. <laughs>
0: yeah. Maybe I think it's the best thing ever. We didn't talk about it. <laughs> All right. Well, it's next month then. Yeah, I, I, I don't
1: want to play it again. Okay, fair enough. Um, I think finally I'm just going to commit to playing for a Professor Layton game. I'm going to go in the 3ds. and yeah. I, I can sit down, and I'll give that a squeeze. Yeah. It's a good. Shout. I tell you what, I am playing. It's funny because I listened to the last podcast we did, which was like play one bin April tw- fucking 2019 or something, and um. Last last time we talked about a few games that we talked about on, on that. And we're, they were talking about, um, or me and you were talking about, that different class was playing Pixel Puzzle Collection, Konami's Pixel Puzzle Collection oh, yeah, on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been playing that for the last month or so. It's good, cool, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's just my fucking taking a shit game. You, or before I go to bed, just to quiet my mind a little bit. Yeah, it's outstanding. It's getting really tough now. Like I'm 40-something percent through the collection and like some of the ones that come on they just they just mad you just have to experiment a little bit uh but yeah goddamn I'm playing that and I, I will be for another month or so I reckon
0: yeah I I've also picked up in the past month um just like on the tram on the way into work sort of thing just like oh I'll just you know or on my dinner break or something oh, I'll just play a quick puzzle or, or something like yeah not not as much as when I first got it but yeah I, I, it's good to have on your phone definitely yeah it's a great
1: game I absolutely love it
0: yeah, the month before we started doing these, I finished um, Murder by Numbers, which is. Uh, I see
1: you put an obscene amount of hours out onto your switch.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, so it's it's that it's um, Picross but with uh, a you know murder mystery plot. I mean, a not entirely light hearted murder mystery plot, but definitely like like
1: most murder mystery plots.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, um, yeah, it's you know it's not sort of grim, dark, or anything like that, but.
1: it it was pretty good it was pretty good I recommend it yeah I mean again I kept meaning to ask you about it because I've just seen you play it so much like I think your hour count has got to be like what was it is it near 55, 60 hours or is that too much am I thinking wrong oh it might be less than that but yeah I think yeah it's high it was for for a game that looked I'd buy it's title shit
0: yeah it's probably a bit longer than it needs to be like I, I was sort of had it just been the first two chapters I wouldn't have really complained I don't think but um, sure. Also, oh, it, it does depend how much you play. Like, you can play less than I did because you don't have to do all the puzzles. But I was largely there for the pickross, really. So. Yeah,
1: that's what we're yeah. all there for. Yeah, all the time. It's all, you know. You yep. give me some squares, I'll just start filling some in. Me too. I do like pickross games that don't punish you for making a mistake, though. Like you go back and play the original Picross on the snares. Man, you get fucking a minute, you get like thirty seconds time off. Then a minute, then a minute and a half, then two minutes, and four minutes, and then eight minutes. And you're like shit, man, it's insane.
0: Yeah. Well, this you would lose bonus points if you, but uh, like you could do things like check for mistakes,
1: and it'll tell you like, oh, no, oh got... okay, like a little hint system.
0: Yeah, but it can be. Some of them can be a little bit like I have no idea where to start. I feel like you've not given me the the things, but you can you can get it to show you which lines it thinks you can work some stuff out okay but it might be more that you could just work out what isn't there based yeah, on. yeah yeah listen to
1: the music between the notes listen to the silences yeah yeah <laughs> a bit of jazz, this is jazz yeah there's gotta be a jazz pickross. there's gotta be a jazz picross, a jazz picross yeah across everything and there's gotta be a picross you can jazz too as well i mean that all all fields must be covered by now
0: sure yeah. you know i haven't got yet i haven't got picross 3d i'm gonna i might it's always fairly cheap on eBay as well. It might be one that I just pick up at some point, buy the bottle, yeah. scratch, tick that it's... off.
1: Yep, on. Yep, don't have to buy that again. Just replace yeah. it with a thousand other things that you want. Yeah, thirty two acts. <laughs> thirty two acts.
0: Um, anyway, we should probably wrap up.
1: Yeah, it's been like fourteen hours, but my my um my disc base is saying I've only got uh forty seven hours left for recording, so we should Shit. wrap it up. Yeah,
0: yeah, because otherwise. I mean, we could probably fill
1: that, That's <laughs> Yeah, we probably could with our innate ramblings. Yeah,
0: my uh, Game Gear tub is within reach, so... Ooh, we can I sit could sit there and go through that. We yeah, you play, like, yeah. Game
1: Gear Bingo, that'd be fun.
0: Uh, I feel like there's probably a Neo Geo Pocket Bingo game that I need to buy to complete the collection. Yeah, get on that.
1: 99p yeah. or 99 quid, yeah.
0: doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah no, it's the last one. It's the, they only did 100 copies for the pile region, so it's actually £700, so I'm going <laughs> to <Yeah>. have to... <laughs> yeah get that right well
1: let's see how many of those we actually play <laughs> <Next Yeah. pop. laughs> um no i'm committed. i'm playing my fucking lane. you're the one that came with a bouquet of games as opposed yeah. to one or two
0: i'll, I'll definitely stick to two: shimugami and one other i forget okay. i forget right. what i've said but i'll definitely play that as well whatever it I, I'm,
1: is. I'm gonna uh, yeah actually do you know what i was gonna do is i was gonna crack on with some uh beast warrior golden axe beast warrior as well oh, yeah yeah wrap yeah. It up. yeah yeah that's it there's a few hours there though yeah, full game, it'll be 20 hours, won't it? Yeah, yeah, that years. sort of thing. So yeah, Leighton and Beast Warrior, that's me. Right. All
0: right. Uh, I will edit this and trim it down a bit. Yes,
1: but... yeah, maybe. So you can get it under two hours.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah, I reckon I could do that. Yeah. Not much more than that, though, I reckon. It was no, all gold. no.
1: Yeah, gold. absolutely. Everything that comes out of
0: our mouths. So uh, we'll be back next week. Not next week. No. <laughs> like... Do you know what? I'm all right. At intros. Fucking dreadful at ending a podcast. Cannot <laughs> do it. I don't expect many
1: people to get to this bit. <laughs> yeah.
0: But um, I guess f- one other thing to say is the intro and outro music I picked because I didn't have anything in mind when we recorded last time uh, is by a guy called Benjamin Shaw, otherwise known as Mega Dead. He's on Bandcamp and I recommend it. It's sort of, uh, I don't know what you call it. It's sort of, I don't know, found hip hop sort of stuff. Electronic. Yeah, one bad. I didn't mind it. I thought it was going to yeah. be shit. Yeah. He's good. I like his stuff. Um, yeah, it's all right. Quite often it's sort of pay what you can and things like that. So um, oh, okay, if, that's nice. If you liked it, give it. A, I might put a link in the description. And I think uh, that's a
1: nice thing to do. Since we're using it. Yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, yeah, go buy his. Go buy his album or something. Yeah. Fucking buy them
1: all. Take care.